Hey everybody, welcome to episode 4 of Video Game Apocalypse. I'm your host, Michael Raparez. With me in the kitchen studio are... Anne Lewis. And... Special guest, Andrew Gilbert. Yes, very special hey. guest. And two other special guests. Big Money, Mike Grimm. <laughs> and Tyler Wilde. I'm glad we're very special. Yes. Well, you're, you're very special, although this is Henry's first time on the podcast. Joining mm-hmm. us from where, exactly? Gamesradar.com. Never maybe, heard of it. May, The home of the list- games and also the radars. Yeah, maybe your listeners have heard of it. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Maybe. But, uh, you know, from back in the day. Maybe. But yeah, yeah so it's uh, I'm curious to see how this will go. I, uh, yeah. So are we. So yeah. and it's, <laughs> it's been a pretty big week. For news, a pretty um, big twenty-four hours, which which we'll get to shortly. But I just want to say that when I said last week that we could expect move two with twice the cameras, <laughs> that was a joke. But here we I go. didn't expect that twice it would come true. You didn't uh, have the inside track. I didn't. Strangely enough, wow. You know, podcasters you, aren't exactly given preferential access. I think that's how you're covering your tracks now. But uh, maybe. when I said it was going to be Vita XL, that was also a joke. I can't believe they <laughs> announced that. That's so weird. I know, right? Crazy. So anyway, we begin every podcast here at Vigil Game Apocalypse with a top five, and we've got a special one this week because uh, we just got past the Oscars, and we're not willing to let this shit go for a second. Hell no. And uh, so we were. I was looking at uh, Oscar-themed top fives we could do, and I realized there have been exactly five Best Picture winners in the entirety of history that have had video games made out of them. Ah. Commercial video games, anyway. So it's the perfect top so, five. Yeah, it's, it's really the only five <laughs> uh, <laughs> games based on be- Best Picture winners. It's on Star the Wars. If Star Wars had won in 77, there would yes, have been a lot more. There would have been. The darn that Jude or Jaws. Yeah. Yeah, so that's not on the list. Nope. Neither is Citizen Kane because that didn't win, although the game mm-hmm. was quite successful. I've heard it was the Citizen Kane of games. I've heard it was too. <laughs> oh, we finally got one. Yes. All right, let's get started. Number five. The first real casualty of war is innocence. The first real movie about the war in Vietnam is Platoon. Ah, uh, yes. It's Platoon, which <laughs> yeah. I think was the best picture winner for 1986, mm. I want to say. And then uh, had a terrible ocean-made game That game out of is it. awful. It is so awful. I never played it, but I did watch a speed run through today, and it is 17 minutes long. <laughs> yeah. It is so weird they signed off on that, like... Whoever did, I yeah. can't. And, and since it's an NES game, we uh, we had to capture movie clips to support it because there are the, no real. There are no. The, there are only two real recognizable sounds other than the music, which we're probably hearing right now. One mm-hmm. is when you shoot, and yep. the the other, which you hear a lot more often, is when you die. But uh, the the game itself, like I tried to play it, and it is just. Like, it, all the worst things about 1980s game design are inherent in here. It begins with a gigantic 2D, uh, 2D side-scrolling maze with no indication whatsoever which way you're supposed to go. Uh, it is brutally difficult yep. um, to the point where enemies literally drop down on you from above or just spring up with, like, a split second for you to react from the ground and shoot something that you can't... Like, they're too low for you to shoot. Just like Vietnam, man. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're underneath your crouching range. Secretly an art game that you weren't supposed yeah. to beat. 
So you, you have to really, it's one of those things where you have to really condition your reflexes and there's no consistency whatsoever. Quitting the game in the middle is part of the game, man. That's the yeah. statement. Well, you won't even be able to quit because you'll run out of lives and have a game over. Only a few people saw game the last over, boss man. is floating Nixon's head. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, we're oh, fighting ourselves? <laughs> but you can, you can see the whole thing on, on YouTube. Uh, I mean, it begins with a 2D maze. It then uh, I think transitions to a first-person maze, mm -hmm. which is, eh, I guess, sort of technically impressive by 1980s by Nintendo ocean standards. standards. Yeah, by ocean <laughs> standards, definitely. <laughs> then, like, there's a bit where you're in a dugout and you have to shoot shadows at night because the enemy's attacking at night. So it's just little, <sighs> little, you know, barely detectable outlines of people. And then there's like an Ikari Warriors top-down maze thing where you're just running upward, up screen and shooting guys and then you blow up a machine gun nest and win the war, apparently. So basically, they really, really like mazes. Nice. They really That's like what I've mazes. taken away from this because I didn't play it. And this, like, even by the standards of Ocean, which made some pretty <laughs> shitty games, this is terrible. Yeah, it's... I had as a kid. It's just unplayably bad. Yeah. It made me long for the untouchables. All I know is that Oliver Stone is a very overrated director. <laughs> <laughs> is this an overrated movie? Uh, I Not compared to a lot of other best picture winners. <laughs> Let me I just enjoyed say, Platoon. Shotgun bong hit from Willem Dafoe. That makes your movie. I don't know. I'd rather. I can think of like, makes every movie. I can think of four Truth. other uh, best picture winners that were set in Vietnam that I'd watch over Platoon. Coming Home, Deer Hunter, Forrest Gump. I guess Forrest Gump. No, you uh, wouldn't. Uh, Did Apocalypse Now ever? Nah, win? Apocalypse Now didn't win Damn. best picture. All right, so only three. Only three. <laughs> Shadows at Night, by the way, should be like the next David Cage game or something, actually. It's a great name. What? What is? Shadows, shadows at, at Night? Which, shadows at Night. You said you have yes. to fight Shadows at Night. Right, so, sounds like a like a easy listening album from the, the <laughs> early 90s. Shadows at Night. Is that your, is that your easy listening? Yeah, that was my saxophone impression. Oh, okay. That's nice. The song's called Shadows yeah, at Night, copyright. Tyler Wilde. Good, right. good. I'm glad that we have that. I think we've exhausted this one. <laughs> we yes. do. We don't have any good sounds to go with it other than, well, stuff from the movie. Bob, I got a bad feeling on this one, all right? I mean, I got a bad feeling. I don't think I'm going to make it out of here. You understand what I'm saying to you? Everybody got to die sometime, Red. One of my favorite parts of the and movie. And if you're playing Platoon, you'll die all the time. <laughs> so many times. All the time. Number four. I only met him a couple of times. I was just a soldier for the family back then. Times were tough. We were at war. Assassins even gunned down Vito. Sonny, his eldest, fought back while the Dawn recovered and paid the price. Henry, your snort makes me think oh, yeah. that you recognize that clip. Oh well, yeah, it's a Godfather. I'm but gonna, which one? I'm gonna <laughs> assume Godfather. it's Godfather Part Two since he's summing yeah. up Godfather yeah. Part One. Well, actually, yeah. it's Godfather Two. Oh right, not, not to be part confused two. with Part Two, the movie. <laughs> yes, but I the, couldn't tell. It was so accurate. <laughs> I, I remember like when we first saw this game, and mm. I stumbled away, and I, I actually wrote an article for Games Radar that was, "Why the fuck is this a Godfather game?" Because it doesn't, it, it has only a very tenuous connection to the movie. Mm -hmm. It takes place in the modern era of the movie, which is by far the less interesting of the two time periods mm -hmm. it takes place in. The <laughs> other being, of course, with young Vito, played by uh, De Niro. Yeah, but don't you like hearing Clemenza talk like, hey, when I was a kid, I used to do 
uh, <laughs> that was really good. Yeah, yeah. I try to buy the spaghetti. They charge for this marble. What? Was it was it Clemenza or Pentangeli that talks like that? I get them confused. I thought it was Clemenza. Maybe yeah. Yeah, you might be right. I need to watch that again. Clearly, I can't all, all six hours of the uh, the director's. It cut. is a great, 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 great film. Oh, it's fantastic! It's one of the best. The game, not so much. The game you're playing as a nobody named Dominic Corleone, who uh, <laughs> retconned into wait, the Godfather universe, yeah. who who takes over for the uh, last character or last game's character. Uh, which who's unceremoniously killed in the first act, like literally huh. the first fifteen wow. minutes of the game. Uh, and That's gutsy. Yeah, and then they're like, "Hey, Dominic, I want you to take over." And and actually, it's it's Michael Corleone who tells you this. And I just I just want to play a clip of uh, uh, Pentangeli talking to Michael Corleone. You know, my father did business with Hyman Roth. He respected him. Your father did business with Hyman Roth. Your father respected Hyman. But your father never trusted Hyman Roth. Oh, he trusted. did not. <laughs> but that, that, that voice at the beginning is the uh, stand-in for Al Pacino, um, yeah. whose name I haven't bothered to learn. <laughs> trusted Hyman Roth. But uh, he actually, like the, the way they've set this up, Michael Corleone actually narrates huge chunks of the game. Uh, I, I'm using Michael Corleone in quotes, of course. Uh-huh. Um, but he's he like gives you all these tutorial messages. Uh, yes. We call him Player One Corleone. <laughs> how how weird that he, he tutorials are being given to you by yeah. Michael Corleone. Yeah, well, let's let's hear one now. Whoever controls every racket in the crime ring is going to be flush with cash. But more importantly, they'll receive a special bonus like bulletproof vests or armored cars. <laughs> oh, these bonuses are key to building an empire. You know this, and your enemies know this. So don't expect them to cooperate next time you pay them a visit. Uh, organic. <laughs> Somewhere Francis Ford Coppola wow. heard that line, and his asshole grew ten sizes smaller. <laughs> uh, well, he hated we were, that those games were made. He did, and and with that one, justifiably so. Yes, well, yeah. Oh, man. We were running coke. It got us a thousand points. But <laughs> well, that really should have been... Don't expect player two just to follow along. <laughs> it would have made more sense if that was Robert Duvall, Tom, whatever. The concierge, yeah, consigliere, consigliere. I don't think yeah. they they have his picture in mm. the second one. I don't think they got his voice. Yeah, I don't. Think I remember, the if they one. did, I haven't heard it. I remember in Godfather Part Two, the film, he was wearing a very unconvincing uh, hairpiece in that movie. I get the vibe that all the Corleones in this game don't go to Italian restaurants like family ones. They go to the Olive Garden. Yeah, <laughs> these are all Olive Garden yeah, Italian. This, this is the hey, Olive Garden. When you're there, you are Godfather family. So. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it's like here, here's a, a wonderful, endlessly watchable movie, and it's boiled down to. Hey, Dominic, you're the most important character now. I am the most important character, aren't I, Michael Corleone? I'm going to go take over a bunch of businesses. Yeah, you got to do that to earn respect. Yeah. <laughs> Is respect actually like a meter in the game? Uh, so. Strangely, no. Uh, it isn't Scarface. I may be confusing the two. We pressed A to whack him, and our respect meter mm-hmm. went up. Well, on that one, they at least got Al Pacino's likeness. Yeah. Well, I, I kind of, like, I was actually a fan of the first Godfather game, so I kind of hated this on several levels. One of the levels was that they took away the uh, was it the black hand controls where they basically just took the uh, thumbstick controls from Fight Night and transplanted them into an action game so you could like punch mm. by swinging both mm. analog sticks I actually yeah. enjoyed that but they took that away I hated this on many levels one of the levels was the ah. sewer level <laughs> <laughs> man I haven't played it a lot but I would already recommend the Mafia series over this yeah Huge. I mean they're, they're both the first Godfather was 
was a kind of a decent game. EA's, it wasn't great. I didn't like it as much as Mike. He must have spent so much money on this. Yeah. Like, millions, millions yeah. upon millions. Well, was this also the game with the brass knuckles controversy? Uh, I don't know. Actually, I think so I think they were sent out to like people. Like PR. You might people. be right. I know this was the one where like we got a bottle of Cristal. Mm. And we drank it on talk radar uh, at room temperature out of paper cups. <laughs> that was beautiful. And, and I spilled half of it on oh, the yeah. conference table. Yeah. Oh, that was the best. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, really, that was fun. I wish there was a Heart of Darkness style documentary about all of these games and like their production and the producer slowly going like insane yeah. over the course of them. <laughs> we got he's got a lot of money riding on this. I don't want to go too crazy with the memories. Turn this into the Fraser to, to Cheers. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, remember that time when we did this? Sauce salad and uh, scrambled eggs. I do living. It's possible I've never really watched Fraser. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't reminisce. I've ever seen an episode of Fraser. <laughs> Fraser doesn't reminisce that much. I'm, sorry, about I'm thinking of every other network sitcom spinoff. That's, that's right. the mistake. No, well, I mean, Fraser's a good show, but they're clearly reminiscing about having written for Cheers. Sure. Anyway. Anyway. I never lie. Are you crazy? Fuck, what the fuck was that? That was business. It was also Fredo swearing, unless I'm mistaken. Huh. Uh, that sounded like Fredo to me. Yeah. Why couldn't they cast the guy who did Fredo? Ha uh, ha yeah. He died very <laughs> soon after GTS. Dog Day Afternoon, he was like full of cancer during the film. <laughs> just riddled with cancer. You can just watch Dog Day Afternoon and think of all the tumors inside of him. Oh, that's so depressing. You're bringing me down, Christ, man. Sorry. That movie's great, though. At least, yeah. he, you know, he went out with a great Yeah, movie. you know, he could have just convalesced and, and just hid from the world with his death sentence. But instead, he made one of the, he acted in one of the best movies ever. He could have been like Raul Julian, done one of the worst movies ever with Street Fighter. But he did, but he did a great job. He, Raul Julia deserves <laughs> credit for doing the That's best true. he possibly could with the he, worst he was the best thing, thing in a shitty movie. But <laughs> yeah. we should move on. Okay. Because we got three more to do. Number three. And in the blue corner. In white trunks with red trim, weighing 190 pounds, uh, Philadelphia's uh, favorite son, the Italian stallion, Rocky Balboa! That's right, it's the Italian stallion, also known as Dinner at Kitty and Studs. There's <laughs> <laughs> a party at Kitty and Studs, I forget. I can't anyway, remember. It's, it's Rocky. It's Rocky. That game it's, is it's, I don't know, it got okay reviews. It was like in the 70 to 80 range, and I was looking it up on Metacritic. This is the only one on the list I haven't actually played, by the way. I should just disclose that right off the bat. And I have played 10 minutes, if I'm being very generous. I played a round with my cousin. There that's you go. That's, that's or terrible. at my cousin's house. Yeah. That's I, all I got. I did see a video of this where uh, there was some sort of bug where all of their like character models were like grossly inflated. Oh, that game was so glitchy. So it was just Rocky, and it's like huge, fat, swollen head Rocky <laughs> yeah. versus huge, fat, swollen head other guy. And if you watch, if you watch <laughs> so the cutscenes now, they're just like so early two thousands, like <laughs> still kind of thinking in the PlayStation One era where everybody's like super blocky and uh, yeah. their heads are really angular and. Uh, but yeah, I, I should also point out like this this the 2002 uh, Rocky game was like one of many that were made. Like uh, there was one in the for the Sega Master System back in the day. Probably mm. one on like every system worth having mm -hmm. at some point. Rocky was a pretty popular thing once upon a time. Mm. It ruled the 80s after having like almost an independent film vibe in the first movie. Yeah. It became 
the the a super eighties blockbuster franchise. It also probably lends itself to a game easier than many other of these movies do. Because like a boxing mm-hmm. game, you can make a boxing yeah. game pretty easily. Yeah. And there's such cartoonish characters in the later Very ones. Very true. Like, and we, we also we also picked this game specifically to represent Rocky because it had the most sound clips that we could grab. Oh, like I this see. one, yeah. for example. But you can become nobody. Who's supposed to be a fighter? So fucking horribly recorded yeah I, we, we confession we got that off of youtube and i'm not entirely sure if that's down to the video quality or the quality of the game itself because the scene starts out with like radically different sound quality and then you have sylvester stallone who sounds like he was recorded when somebody pointed a camera at the movie <laughs> uh, or like inside of a toilet yeah, it's not great. I'm and just then, imagining Sylvester Stallone's head popping out of a toilet <laughs> recording dialogue. <laughs> the thing is, that's immediately picturable. Like that, that's a totally credible image. <laughs> His mouth is just above the water. He's kind of gurgling it as he talks, but he doesn't even notice. He's got that sort of droopy-eyed expression that he was always caricatured with. <laughs> God, that scene in Train Spotting would have been so much better if it were Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're done with this. I think we're done with this one. <laughs> All right, the winner by points no. decision, Rocky Balboa. <laughs> I think oh. people are very happy that they used uh, that fanfare that anybody can use in a movie. Like it's yep. not original. I, so. I do want to say, uh, add one thing to this. Uh, when I was watching videos, like it has a thing where he's playing, fighting against Apollo Creed in, uh, in in movie mode, and Apollo Creed wins by decision, like mm-hmm. he does in the movie. And then it's like continue, and like Rocky's sitting. Back in the, the locker room, shaking his head slowly. <laughs> cry now. Da, da, da. <laughs> that's um, cute. But it's like, that's he he's supposed yeah. to lose. You can't win you every... Sh- yeah. yeah. Like, the, the victory condition should be lose by decision. Well, same as you lose to... Cl- you should lose to Clubber Lang once and then mm. get a rematch with him. Yeah. But only after a training montage. <sighs> Moving on. I read it. Did read that a, game okay, have training okay. montages? I read a thing once that explained how oh, how God. bullshit that training montage is with uh, with uh, him and Apollo. Where like, just because Rocky runs faster than Apollo on the beach doesn't mean he's better. Like, <laughs> uh, either Apollo could just be letting him win, or that doesn't mean he's fast enough to be good. I can't. I can't imagine that a training montage in a movie would be in any way bullshit. Henry. I know. <laughs> I, I it's not a cheap cinematic trick or anything. Of course not. That's real training. <laughs> Are we actually done with this? Do yes. we want to move on? Sorry. Well, Punch Out has that came out after Rocky, right? <laughs> years later. Yeah. Years later. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. We're fine. Number two. Like ten years later. Oh. My plans have ended in a day of great sacrifice. Gondor lies shattered in the greatest battle of our age. It's a good face, Grim. But the enemy regroups. Our war is not yet won. For the ring still survives. There's so many Lord of the Rings games now. How do I know which one this is, Michael? It's Return Return of the the King. King. Uh, I'm glad they they spent the money on the actors, though, didn't they? Yeah, they they got like all the cast, Mm -hmm. and and it's. But the thing is, like, you play that now, and it's so weird. It's like, again, it's like an artifact of early 2000s games that it's like. 
this huge overblown production that's layered on with all these ridiculous like you know level up and buy this attack things and and then uh, it, it's just sort of like this embarrassingly straightforward brawler mm-hmm. where you're just like here I'm Blocky Samwise and I'm running around Osgiliath followed by Gollum who's commenting on the situation Osgiliath <laughs> nice well this feels so well this all like now it's a decade old but it feels so lost to time now it really does just, like EA doesn't you, make these anymore. No, and you want to talk about games that do not hold up at all. Mm-hmm. This is... Uh, I well, guess they were made to be timeless. They were supposed to come out with the release of a film each year. Yeah. and But it was considered good at the time. I guess Two Towers was a little bit better. Well, comparatively good. Like, back then, like, you know, licensed shit was every other week. Like, you That's just true. were and, so and used and to And every it. single game review, uh, it was an obligation that it had to start out with Licensed games usually aren't very good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Burr, burr, burr. We did used to do that with every <laughs> review of a license. It's a game. good thing nobody does that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. I hope all the developers on this got matching tattoos. No, I hope so. <laughs> well, kitty games don't. We all got turd, turdic runes. <laughs> At least the, the kitty licensed games don't come out on consoles anymore because they've learned that you just make a 99 cent web app and you can sell that to dumb kids much easier let me let me say the brave game though that came out last year not terrible i believe mm-hmm. you there you go i it's heard like, it's a pretty easy do, thousand so. points yeah I, I do want to point out just how gamey some parts of this are like they got the, the principles back and they had them record lines like this use fierce attacks against shields and uh. also That's, that's like right you. at the beginning. That's, that's Jonathan Reese Davies telling you to use yes. a speed attack. I suggest yeah. a speed attack. Thank I love you that for guy. that helpful advice. I don't feel bad for Reese Davies. Yeah. He starred in sci-fi channel movies. Like yeah, <laughs> but he was also in Sliders. Well, and somebody mistook him for for Luciano Pavarotti, and that's like one of my favorite scenes in anything ever. <laughs> that was pretty. I remember that episode too. That was a pretty good. Uh, but Sliders is not a good show either. Yeah. That guy's great, though. He's like a traditional the English actor. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's funny seeing him just sort of like drag a career through Drek. It's like Christopher <laughs> uh, Price or whatever. J- uh, Jonathan Price. Jonathan Price. Jonathan yeah. Price. Similar okay. thing. Yeah, you see him in like the They're Indiana Jones names. movies, and, and it's like, this seems so great at the time, but now you're just like doing this cartoonishly overblown foreigner that just seems eh, you know, I don't know. Still, still compared to how um, Muslims are portrayed in film today, I still That's think true. he's not so bad. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You think he's supposed to be a Muslim, he's, right? He's or, friendly and he laughs a lot. Or if you're wearing a fez, does that mean you're a Coptic Christian? I or don't what's know. The, uh, I don't know what religion Salah is. Christ. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I have no If idea. only there was some sort of wiki. I could <laughs> well, like, if he's Muslim, why, why would he give a shit about the, the, um, the Ark of the Covenant? Well, uh, <laughs> Islam is generally considered a Judeo-Christian religion, so yeah. he'd give a shit for the same reason Christians would give a shit about it. I guess so, but don't they... All right, so wait. It goes, Moses is before Abraham, right? I or, think, yeah, I'm not really sure. No, I think Abraham is first. Abraham is Genesis. Um, Anne is face-palming. Well, see, maybe a sidetrack, guys. All right. I want to talk about <laughs> Islamic religion. I was trying not to laugh. It's so hard. Well, let's discuss the conflict and where it's going. And uh-huh. Israel yeah. needs is to a find two-state a two-state solution. solution. <laughs> City arts and lectures. All right. The walls All right. need to come down. I think the characters in the Lord of the Rings movie said it best when they said, Gandalf, help me clear the causeway! Bring up the powder! Kill them all! 
These are bad orc actors. Kill uh, them all with power slide. I just want to say I'm actually reading Return of the King right now, and I cannot believe how much more interesting and sympathetic the orcs are in those books than oh. they are in every other form of media. Well, there's just uh, no time to make you care for yeah. orcs. Well, in the they're not not sympathetic. That's the wrong word. I need a dark skinned monster they're, man to hold up. Yeah. They're ugly. How can they be sympathetic? Because they're they're cunning and they have long conversations with each other. Mm. Well, meanwhile, in the oh, man, I, th- this makes me so glad there was no Hobbit game. Was there? there yes, wasn't. there was. Where? Uh, well, not not a recent one. There, there was one on iOS, but back oh, in the yeah. day... Well, the, there was the one based on the Hobbit book yeah. that was like v- Zelda Vivendi game. made one. And I yeah. remember like working in a newspaper and having one of those PR guys call, contact me and be like, we went back to the original texts. Like, the other mm-hmm. games are based on the movies, but we're, we're basing them off the original texts. It's like, it's like he's talking about the Dead Sea Scrolls. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. So anyway, moving on. Let me speak plainly. The Corleone family has need of men like you because as we speak, our enemies encircle us, waiting to prey on any sign of weakness. And we're back to the yeah. Godfather. Another Godfather. Well, this one is the better game, the first it's, one. It's much better. That 30-year-old man sounds like he's 70. <laughs> <laughs> Funny that. Yeah, th- it does sound quite old. This was kind of a weird game. And that, like, I, I really applaud the ambition at the time, which I don't think you see in many licensed games, which was, like, we're going to take this game, uh, or this movie, which is not very violent, and we're going to show you the story through the eyes of, like, a random henchman who's involved in all the stuff that happens off screen. Mm-hmm. And he he actually gets, like, his own side story with its own characters. I mean, compared compared to this, like, Godfather 2 feels really cheap, like, you're just sort of interacting with Michael Corleone to give the game uh, credence, and there really isn't a whole lot of, you know, unique character to it. Mm. But this one, I mean, it, it had uh, your own friends that you're cultivating on the side. It actually had a romance subplot, which was surprisingly affecting, I guess, for, for the kind of game it was. But uh, this is one of my favorite clips from it. Hey. Yeah? I was thinking, maybe we should, you know. No. No, we really shouldn't. But we will. Do they like slurp pasta at the same time and then they accidentally (laughs) come and do a kiss? Yes, this is Lady in the Tramp. (laughs) (laughs) That was a cute scene. Yeah, it was. And they're actually sharing an Olive Garden bread stuff. (laughs) So they're quite good. As I recall, they got not just Duvall, they did get James Caan, right? They did get James Caan, and we have a clip of them both talking. A lawyer with his briefcase can steal more than a hundred men with guns. Hey, kid. Listen, believe me, if you ever have a hundred guys with guns on your side, whatever you do, don't trade them in for some fucking lawyers. <laughs> I like hey, that. Hey, kid, I'm James Conn. I'm 130 years old. <laughs> I just, they just pulled me out of the grotto at the Playboy fucking Mansion. lawyers. <laughs> do you guys know you can get unlimited breadsticks, pasta, and salad at Olive Garden? <laughs> That's what offensive, Michael. What a great Brown. restaurant. <laughs> are, you, uh, are you sponsored by Olive Garden? <laughs> brought to you by Olive Garden. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Though that one did not get even the likeness of Al Pacino, right? Yes. No, no, no. It's it had a different Michael Corleone even that, than I think the one uh, who couldn't was playing him in, in Godfather Two. Corleone's, yeah. Well, let, let's hear that now. My friend, we've given you a good living, a lot of freedom, and now it is time to offer you more. So apparently, uh, imitating Al Pacino means talking in like a really uh, wispy monotone. 
Well, not screaming hoo every other second. No, in the first. <laughs> well, yeah, he, he he gave a very quiet uh, he's performance. Not, he's I think not he's at his the, best. He's not the Al Pacino you know in, yeah. God, uh, in the first Godfather. Like his first scene, I've seen it with other people who uh, like their their first time, and they go like, like halfway through the scene, they go. Oh my God, that's Al Pacino! Like his yeah. his hair is—he's supposed to look very straight laced. He's just come from the army. His hair is like neatly, like really tidied up. He's talking very quietly, and he's just friend friendlyly, friendlyly explaining things <laughs> mm-hmm. to uh, to Diane Keaton, you know. And mm-hmm. that, and only by the end of Godfather Two does he become the screaming monster, or well. The signs of the screaming monster he becomes in Devil's Advocate. Well, I, I think peop, what people, what I hear people say is that like he got an Oscar or almost got an Oscar for Scent of a Woman. I think he did get an he Oscar. He got it. Yeah. And so, like ever since then, like they rewarded that kind of acting. So mm-hmm. that's the character he's played ever since in pursuit yeah. of more Oscars. Hooah! Hooah! What's some scenery? I want to eat it! Ah! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Sandalwood and lavender. That's the scent of a woman. Hooah! <laughs> but in the well, in Heat, which I think came out before Scent of a Woman, like he, he's still screaming a lot. Of that like, I, I know our old pal Shane Patterson. His favorite scene was, "Oh, she got a great ass. You got your head all the way up." <laughs> That is my absolute favorite thing. There's a clip. You can just find that clip on. It's him and talk to Hank Azaria, Hank right? Hank Azaria he's is talking the guy. To Hank Azaria, and it's <laughs> the best thing ever. But they, they also uh, had some, some smaller cameos as well, including one of Conan O'Brien's very favorite actors. It's perfect for us, Pete. They got an old-fashioned toilet. You know, the box and the, and the chain thing. We might be able to take the gun behind it. Save Vagoda. I wow. love him Man, this says the oldest voice actors of all time. Uh, <laughs> it really yeah. does. Methuselah. He's, he's the only one who sounds like he looks. Well, because he was ancient. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was ancient back uh, then. He was ancient when I was born in the 80s. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm glad his scene had a slightly different song. Because <laughs> yeah, every, every scene so before far. that had the one song Godfather has. Like if you want to do an Al Pacino impression, just say I'm Al Pacino over that song and you're halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> I used to go to this Chinese restaurant all the time, and they just had background music on, but it was Chinese, like, stereotypically styled movie themes. So every time I went there, I would hear the Godfather theme played on, like, Shima Sens or whatever that string mm-hmm. instrument is. So it would just be like, oh, it's a Godfather theme again. <laughs> <laughs> played slightly <laughs> Asian style. Right? Well, you enjoy your sweet and sour chicken. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, as much as, as laughable as it is, I really did enjoy this game. It was um, a good game, yeah. I... Mm-hmm. I I may have said this already, but I have no idea how well it holds up now. I, I just really liked it in like 2005, 2006 when it came yeah, out. I haven't played it since then. One so. more question. Was Marlon Brando's voice in it? So. He was, but and then I've heard conflicting reports about this. That uh, I mean, he they, was I thought he dead. wasn't in it because he was really sick well, at the they, time. He was, but they recorded some dialogue, but then it kind of seemed like it came out that like they, right. they wanted to play up that fact, but then... They weren't actually able to use any of the dialogue because of how sick he was, so they got a sound-alike uh-huh. yeah. who sounds yes. like this. There are men in this world who go about demanding to be killed. You must have noticed them. Yeah. I know, you know, a Marlon Brando impression is pretty much the hardest thing in the world to do, especially <laughs> for Don Vito. 
It's like I'm watching an episode of The Critic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, to it be fair, is. he misinterpreted and thought he was supposed to do a sick Marlon Brando impression. <laughs> uh, this is Marlon Brando in his deathbed, right? Well, to be fair, this is Don Vito, like, you know, sometime after he's been shot. So uh, and he has well. an excuse for sounding terrible. Funny thing about that scene. So he gets shot carrying oranges. Uh-huh. Which they replicate in the game. Did you know that... Having uh, physics on those oranges. <laughs> Hell yeah. In the first season of The Sopranos... Uh, somebody attempts to kill Tony Soprano and he's got orange juice. Ah. And, uh, ah. No scoop orange headshot. Yeah. <laughs> Clever homage, Henry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. What are you, IMDb? <laughs> I really do like the Godfather films so, quite a lot. Like, I like they, the game quite a lot. It's, it's a cliche to like Godfather films. But Godfather they're films. fantastic films. I played the first Godfather game before I ever saw the Godfather movies. Wow. So, wow. yeah. So were you, you were you like wondering where's Frankie? Where's Monk Malone? <laughs> Though I've still where's never. Where's one? Why, why aren't they spending more time with Polly Paulo Gatto or whatever the fuck his name? Is? I've still never. They're seen... They're not increasing their uh, respect. I've never seen the third one though. Uh, I, mean, I haven't either. No, I, I plan to keep it that two. way. Yeah, we just pretend three doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. One and two, fantastic. Go see them immediately. Uh, you can buy them through the Amazon links at uh, lasertimepodcast.com. Uh, but I think that does it for our top five, so we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about what you all want to hear about, which is, of course, what we think about PlayStation 4. Stay tuned. everybody it's your host michael raparez i hope you're enjoying the show so far and if you are could you do us a favor and go to vidjagameapocalypse.com that's v-i-d-j-a gameapocalypse.com or lasertimepodcast.com which is much easier much much easier <laughs> and lewis what can you do if they want to uh, give us some money so many things hang out on our forums you can reach out to us there leave comments on the episode uh, links and uh, just be nice to us please yeah this is this is actually very important go on itunes and rate us yes give right us at now. least five stars more if you can more if you can and, and leave a nice comment on there if you can because people like to read those or at that least that I does do. make a difference. It makes us feel better too when we go on there and see such glowing praise. And if you feel like you actually want to give us any money, Ooh, you, yes. you can uh, use the donate button. All over lasertimepodcast.com, you can find these things. And uh, if you do, make sure you put a note on there saying it's for us. That's Vigi Game Apocalypse for us, so that no one else gets our money. Let us know if there's anything that we should change, or uh, if there's anything you particularly like. And uh, in that latter case, we'll definitely try to do more of it.
Welcome back to Video Game Apocalypse, everybody. Uh, we're going to start off this segment by talking about some new releases, of which there are virtually none this week. None. Pretty much. So we're going to talk about a couple things from previous weeks, uh, beginning with uh, Assassin's Creed 3, Tyranny of King Washington. Which, which I actually do want to play. Yeah, which we mentioned last week but didn't get a chance to talk about because it hadn't come out by the time we were recording. So um, I downloaded it, played it. Anybody else play it? I um, play three. Uh-huh. Yeah, I haven't beat three. Should I wait until I beat three? Because I'm. You should probably because it has a few sort of spoilery things. I think I'm on chapter like ten or eleven. <clears throat> the thing is, it's it's like it it's totally uh, Assassin's Creed's uh, or Undead Nightmare DLC, which I oh, think is okay. what everybody was expecting. Mm-hmm. But it's they've said it's actually so there are zombies. No, <laughs> but in, in that it's like, you know, it's sort of like, oh, the world is completely changed and it's yeah. so much darker and what's going on. But uh, Ubisoft has actually said that it's totally canon, uh, which is weird because when it starts out, like uh, it, it begins with like these weird flashes of like Connor and Washington handling what appears to be uh, an apple of Eden. And then Connor wakes yeah. up from a dream and he's like dressed in this weird wolfskin outfit and doesn't know what's going on. And then his mom, who's been dead for years, uh, runs up and is like, come on, we got we to gotta do some stuff. And he's like, mom, you shouldn't be alive. And like, no, we got we to gotta go kill King Washington. Like, what? What are you talking about? Hmm. Why is, what's Commander Washington doing? I, I just left him like five minutes ago. Weird. Yeah. It sounds exactly like the way they talk in the game. Sh- sure, yeah, I'm doing a, perf- a pitch perfect uh, impression. <laughs> But it, it is it is pretty cool in that uh, it, it's it's gives you a, an alternate look at the revolution like and its aftermath and it's not just like oh yeah they they finished the revolution and then Washington seized power or claimed the kingship like you know which is kind of what I was expecting it's more that the revolution seems to have gone down in a completely different way huh. that you know Washington has gone mad with power and and seized the monarchy and uh his oppressive blue coats are terrorizing the countryside and there's like hanged bodies and shit everywhere yeah yeah it's all it's all super dark sounds like fun but don't you have magical powers in this version? yes you do i'm so glad you asked nobody Uh, talked about that so (laughs) it's it's set in entirely in the frontier and which is now now has like this gigantic red weeping willow that wasn't there before, mm. and it turns out that this tree has magical powers. And when Connor drinks a tea that's made from its branches, uh, he ha- goes on a vision quest with some wolves and gets the power to turn invisible. And when when All you're right, invisible, sure. like you can move really fast, and your health drains really quickly. Hmm. And. It's fun for like ambushing things or getting through missions where you can't, you're not supposed to be seen. Right. Insta fail stealth missions, those are always, always fun. But it does make tailing missions a hell of a lot easier. So kudos there, Ubisoft Montreal. Maybe they recognize that they made broken tailing missions in (laughs) Assassin's Creed 3. Well, this kind of fixes them. I can't believe this is canon in a in a game with magic DNA memory machines. Yeah, there's <laughs> <laughs> a lot. I'm I'm guessing because of the stuff with Connor and Washington that like they're gonna say like, oh, this was a vision that was shown to him by this the is a Apple. possible future the Apple uh-huh. showed us. Yeah, or like you know what would have happened if my father had found the vault or something like that. So, which will make sense if you played the game. Uh huh. 
Uh, this is part one. It's supposed to be like a seven-hour yeah, long thing. Right? Uh, the, the whole thing parts. I can imagine is seven hours. This uh-huh. was maybe like three or four. And 30 Two bucks to four, for a know. season pass thing. Yeah. Which okay. I saw they're doing a Bioshock Infinite season pass, which... That seems to be the, the done thing. Yeah. Now. Yeah, but it's... Okay, here's why I don't... I, I paid for the season pass with... Um, the only game I ever did it with was Saints Row. Uh, because they promised mostly story-based DLC, which honestly wasn't that great. But um, the at least it was story DLC. It wasn't just power packs. But like yeah. Infinite, it's all power packs, which are there to make the game easier, which I don't want anyway. Like, mm-hmm. I want to play it on the real difficulty they want. If they were going to have story... Don't you want an edge in multiplayer, bro? No. Is there multiplayer? I don't know. Game? No, there's no multiplayer. Does it matter? I, I want I want to be able to, to make Booker drink Mountain Dew. And, and Henry, <laughs> I was almost certain. I mean, there is Jump off DLC. a rooftop. That's what the season passes for. For what? In Bioshock, there is I, I, I'm I almost about, certain there is, but you're I, saying they're not. Now I'm second-guessing myself. I read some stories this morning that I didn't see any mention of story-based DLC. It was all like the the Pioneer Pack or the Industrial Pack. Or the, like, why, all, would, why would you get a season pass? for pa- I, That's that's what I'm saying. I, I kid, of I course. Don't I, don't, for, I don't think Bioshock Infinite is a bro game. I just wanted to recapture some of the, ma- some of the magic of uh, last week when we talked about rocket jumping in Dear Esther. Oh. Yes. <laughs> man, imagine, though, a Monster Energy drink skin for your uh, Man of War ship. Oh, man. Assassin's Creed 3. That would be How so great. would that be? <laughs> yeah. Your sails just have the logo on it. Oh, I, would, I would pay upwards of tens of cents for that. <laughs> Uh, I, I'd buy that for a dollar. And then when you're playing that, <laughs> like us on Facebook to get a Doritos gun in Bioshock Infinite. Yeah. Well, and then you hear Desmond with double X shoots delicious Doritos 3D into your opponent's mouth. Cool Ranch laser. You hear Desmond going like, "What's with all these ads here? This is totally anachronistic." Well, we had to, we had to sell some ad space in, in the anime. <laughs> the, the Assassin's Guild isn't making as it's, much uh, money as it used to. It's kind of broke, so... Yeah. yeah, but, okay, so, you know, bottom, bottom line, what you're getting is a few hours of some pretty good missions and uh, a bunch of side stuff that is not, surprisingly, not a pain in the ass to complete. Mm-hmm. And, like, you, you have to find, like, five starving citizens, five citizens being attacked by wolves, and five slave convoys that you then free, and they all spawn randomly all over the map all the time. Is this an MMO? Strangely, <laughs> no. Yeah, it sounds like the MMO-ish stuff that was in Red Dead. Yeah, but if you finish those 15 mission, those fifteen side things, you get an achievement. So, hooray! Oh, yeah. Achievements! Hooray. That'll get me a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and how. <laughs> and just to be thorough and fact-checky, the, the Bioshock Infinite thing, it does get you some some of that like launch stuff where you get a chucka or whatever. Yeah. But they're saying three DLC packs, that's what they say. It gets you three DLC packs, which okay. I'm assuming are story DLC. You can't sell a season pass and give people a, a funny looking gun. Yeah, but then I'll wonder <laughs> if like, well, so does that mean Bioshock Infinite has a paid epilogue? That seems to undermine uh, Ken Levine's belief on the power of story. Does Not necessarily. Really? Nah. What if Return of the King had had uh, paid epilogues? <laughs> like you'd have to. You'd had it to pay it was to unlock the all those extra cuts. endings. Ah, good point. You unlock Tom Bombadil and you're invulnerable and you can't be hurt. God, these- Tom Bombadil is fucking horrible, and everybody who wants him in the movies should be rounded up and shot. <laughs> these these Bioshock Infinite like uh, packs do sound pretty bad. The early bird special pack. This bonus pack contains four pieces of exclusive gear, a machine gun damage. 
upgrade, a pistol damage upgrade, yeah. a gold skin for both weapons, because it's golden, I know. Uh, and a, light, a lightsaber made out of the GameStop logo. <laughs> In addition, those who pre-order Bioshock Infinite will receive the Industrial Revolution pack for free. Okay, maybe me reading it like that makes it worse, no, but like, that Bioshock terrible. doesn't seem like a game that should have an Industrial Revolution pack. Well, but to be... Items that boost combat abilities, like, that doesn't sound fun. <laughs> to be a items that boost production abilities throughout the British countryside. I think yeah. Industrial Revolution is what their Flash game is called. If you're a game that costs $100 million, you have to have those Yeah, things. I know. That's just that's the rule. Just, that's that's just the business the model thing. these days. Uh, so also, another game that came out last week that I sort of played for OXM was uh, Serious Sam Double D Double XL. Jesus. Which is a really kind of ugly side-scroller. God, but, it's so fucking ugly. But it's really ugly. It lets you stack six guns on top of each other and fire them all at once <laughs> at animals that, uh, as Dave Rudden put it, are basically just clip arts of cats. Yeah. So... <laughs> If that the, sounds like fun, and it kind of is, uh, you know, I'd recommend. That gun sounds like something I mean, it's six like year old bucks or something. It, it totally Which is, is great. Game that sounds like something I would draw. It totally is. It's Today. like all your drawings yes. as a six year old come to it's life. Funny. When I was first told about this game, that was all that was told to me. Oh, it's like this, uh, like you know, serious Sam kind of thing. But you can just stack a bunch of guns on top of each other like this. Well, well, that why aren't I playing that right now? That sounds like the best. And then I yeah. saw you playing, and I was like, well, what is this? This looks like me. the worst. Like, oh. Oh, this is... Oh. Because I had built up this picture in my head of this amazing game with all these guns. Yeah. It's still kind of fun, though. Although, yeah. I will point out that it, when, when I brought it over here to play co-op with you and Chris, it lagged during local co-op. <laughs> like, two controllers plugged in, and there was lag. Oh, boy. Maybe they fixed that. I don't know. When Newgrounds offers some better gameplay experience <laughs> than the game you pay for... <laughs> Hard to recommend. Yeah, yeah, fair point, fair point. Um, but moving on, there's another game that came out a little bit uh, earlier, but we haven't really talked about it on the podcast at all yet, um, which, of course, is Fire Emblem Awakening. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, I, I feel a little bad having left it out all this time, especially since I just now finally broke down and bought it, and it's actually kind of awesome. Yeah. That, I, like, I've never played a Fire Emblem before, and I didn't realize, like... Oh, it's Advance Wars, but with swords. Exactly. Huh. That's what it sold me on it back when huh. I played the first one in two, the first American release one in two thousand three. Explain. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, it's a top-down grid-based, turn-based RPG tactical for a game. I tactical see. For a game. <laughs> that sounds like so much fun. fun. It uh, it is a lot of fun, uh, but they've always I've always enjoyed them, but. They were made specifically to be te hardcore. Like no, it is, yeah. te <laughs> it is the opposite of Nintendo. Tell me hard more. <laughs> it's the opposite of how Nintendo designs most of their games, where this is made for it, it won't change, and it's made for the most like oldest, scruffiest of fans who they want. They want permadeath. They want the they want no saves during game during a battle, and they want uh, no they want feet. it now. Yeah, but no that feet. that shit is optional. Like you, know, you don't now have to it's play optional. Like this that. is the first time oh, where it was optional. I see. I see. Huh? huh. Yes, that's true, Michael. <laughs> I love the interjection. Uh, well, the really previous games suddenly don't appeal to me at all. So continue. Uh, but yeah, so it's the uh, I I I am too old school to not play it on classic mode, which. 
is making it less fun. Like I honestly, it is. Like I've put, I've put twenty, I've put thirty-two hours on my game clock, but fifty-five hours is how long I've actually played it. Jesus. Because I have lost twenty-three hours to restarting uh, battles because one character died and I didn't want to lose them. Oh my Christ! But you, you're not playing it for real if you don't play on classic man. Well, then you're I'm playing not playing it for real. You are. Didn't you explain you had 25 hours of restarted? Yeah, rounds? 25 hours of my life were given up because of this classic mode that I didn't have to give up. I could have. I could, so, <laughs> oh my time! You guys, you guys were talking a little bit ago about something that uh, was was kind of annoying to me, and that when you start the game. It asks you, like, do you want to be a magic user or a fighter? And that question is fucking rigged. Because regardless of how you answer, you will be a magician with a yeah. sword. Yeah, yeah you're going to start with your magic book. Pick and, luck, yeah. as you always should. I, mm -hmm. I assume maybe I just don't pick luck this I, time. Maybe it's useful. I picked magic as my weakness. So did I. Oof. <sighs> I picked resilience as my weakness. I'm glad I did. I do like how that if you choose casual though, where your guys don't perma die, it makes mm. you wear a big pink bow on your character's head. <laughs> really? <laughs> that's that's no, that's not true. Aww, uh, I thought that was true. I really like that. Although speaking of games where it is true, Ninja Gaiden Sigma Two just came out this week for Vita. Mm. Nobody noticed. Well, no, I didn't. yeah, it's. Uh, he said the name of the game, and then he said the system it was on, and I just dropped unconscious for a minute. <laughs> I know. Well, Ninja Gaiden <laughs> Two, I played that on the 360, the original version of it. It's kind of a letdown. Oh, but I God. never, I never played Sigma Two. It was was that a different game? Or? No, I mean it is two, but Sigmaized. So with I, I just remember the marketing in the run up to Sigma Two's release, and that it's like it was all like the. Ninja Gaiden 2 was all about like blood and different weapons and gore and then like Sigma 2 was all about like check out Ayane check out her tits you can move her tits with the analog sticks uh, and six axes yeah my, if I recall correctly <laughs> it's because the alpha or the not alpha plus version it Sigma couldn't, the frat that designed Sigma it, whatever <laughs> Sigma couldn't show uh, like the dead bodies disappeared after you killed people, and it wasn't as bloody. Yeah, so they had to go harder on the sex appeal, even though it was like every every woman was basically nude in the 360 version of it too. That was the only America likes violence version. Yeah, exactly. Well, it was the the uh, the Ninja Gaiden two that came out on the 360 was the last Ninja Gaiden overseen by Itagaki, and so it's that's why it was hyper violent. And when he left. Somehow, Team Ninja became actually more exploitive of women, which was very not how I thought things were going to play. Was, out. was he involved in that god awful Metroid game? No, no, no. He was gone at that point. Oh, okay, he so was busy working on a game that would never come out. So it's after Itagaki left that uh, Ninja. Yeah, yeah. He did uh, really the only girls. the only game he made this gen for for uh, Team Ninja was Ninja Gaiden Two on the 360, and he left and. Then, uh, yeah, Team Ninja is just a shadow of his former self. All right. And do you want to take us through what else came out this week real quick? Sure. There was a bunch of stuff. Uh, Oddworld Munch's Odyssey HD came out on PC and Vita, and I will mm. actually probably buy that for my Vita. Just Xbox cause... One launch games. Hooray. Hey, that was a fun game. Yeah. I enjoyed it. That was okay. Uh, Dawn Guard finally made it onto the PS3, and I think... Hearthfire is close, isn't it? Or did it I want come to say out? Hearthfire came out a little did while. They, how buggy will earlier? those be? How, yeah, how often will those be? Who work? knows? I don't know. Yeah. Who knows, Henry? I don't know. Dynasty Warriors 7 Empires. Oh, I yes. really fucking care about yes. that. Yes! 
Another boo, boo. one. Is. You're the only one who cares. Oh, boo. Disgust. <laughs> it's Lou Yeah, why boo. do you care? I care because uh, General Tsao and uh, Colonel Kung Pao <laughs> in Fighting over chicken? China. <laughs> Spoken like a true fan. Yes. <laughs> that is the worst taught me a lot about ancient Chinese history. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, good. Okay. You always know that the Yellow Army fell, fell in the first chapter. Oh, yes. The Ming Dynasty fought the Gundam robots. How is this not just the same history over and over? It over is. Again? It always is. But why? Well, it's it's the same story. It's, it's the, the same, same game. game. Same story. Why do people keep playing Dynasty Warriors? I like they just smashing X for 17 hours until I get a trophy. Oh, okay. Oh, when okay. I've played, I, I played one for review with the PS Vita that came, oh, like a year ago. And I it reminded me that every time I've reviewed Dynasty Warriors games, which I think I've done like four times, is for the first three hours, I'm like, why did I stop playing Dynasty Warriors? This is a lot of fun. And then hour four comes. I'm like, I want to die. This is the worst. And I'm supposed to play this for 40 more hours if I want to unlock everything. I reviewed that same game. And I think that that was my third or fourth Dynasty Warriors game that I had reviewed at P-Tom. And I think reading back, my reviews kind of were not that different for all of those. Games. How can not you write it? Except, except for on the for the Vita one, I was like, it has touch stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, so, Dynasty so Wars. were you just like tapping on the touch screen the whole time? Like, no, I want to tap you at use those buttons, guys. and then there are like mini games where you yeah, swipe across. Yeah, a super the move will happen. Yeah, I feel like every time I wrote uh, every Dynasty Warriors review, right, you have to put in a part like. Look, we all know what Dynasty Warriors is, and this is it again, guys. If you don't know what Dynasty Warriors is, maybe you should play this? I that don't know. That should just be the review in its entirety. Shrug. Yeah. <laughs> well, this year has uh-huh. LeBron James and updated rosters, so that's why I play <laughs> Dynasty Warriors. <laughs> if only I Mike would Jordan. actually play that if yeah. that were true. <laughs> would you? Uh, for five minutes. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I, I don't probably know would. I'd buy it. It's but. also weird that's coming out so soon after the other, like, Tecmo just put out Ken's Rage, the yeah. which is another game. Dynasty Warriors yeah, game, yeah. which is apparently the same story again. Aren't they yeah. based on the? No, I shouldn't say that. What? What? Uh, what funds Koei and Tecmo? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh right, yeah. Um. Anyway, <laughs> that will make sense to ten people. Um. So is is that it for new releases? Uh, or are there more? Might and Magic Heroes Six: Shades of Darkness. And Etrian Odyssey for hey. Etrian. Hey, Etrian Odyssey. Etrian. That's pretty. Etrian Odyssey. Etrian. That's that's pretty good. Etrian Odyssey. If you like Atrium, Bert. Et- yes. Atrium a- Odyssey. A- it's just Bert. Avian. <laughs> you guys Avian are Odyssey. Me. You're killing me. Etrian <laughs> Odyssey's all right. What makes it tolerable? Well, it's a ultra hardcore dungeon crawl and atlas release Japanese JRPG. Uh, they're really calling tough. it a Japanese JRPG is redundant. That's true. And it's it, like ATM machine. Uh-huh. Yeah, it didn't seem like it was ever going to come to the U.S. So that's true. Uh, so it's a pretty big deal, guys. You should be hacked. All the other Etrian Odysseys came to the U.S. I've made fun of their box art before. Oh yeah, that's, that's true. terrible. But I mean, they really are all the same kind of dungeon crawly, ultra hardcore. You're going to die a whole bunch. I'm saving my ultra hardcore. Uh, game of this next couple months for Soul Hackers. That's what I'm, I'm just trying to cred mine for Japanese fans on Twitter and Facebook. Oh, That's what I'm doing right now. Oh, Grimson cares about <laughs> this getting ported by Atlas. Uh, I will follow him. I think we Grimson? only have. I think we only have one Japanese listener. Because well, he commented oh, oh. on the forums to say he's a Japanese listener wow. who plays and mobile games are good are big there. Because we talked about. 
We talked about Angry Birds last episode uh, and asked really? if it was big in Japan, and somebody actually was like, yeah, it is pretty yeah. big over here. So, huh. all, right. all birds uh-huh. in Japan are angry. Are they? Yo, you guys have how many crows there are in Tokyo? It's crazy. There are crows everywhere, and they're huge. I had a Japanese teacher once who told me that crows in Japan get big enough that they can carry off babies. I wouldn't doubt it. I would not doubt it. They are everywhere. I took pictures of them like a tourist. Isn't isn't the word for that Tengu? Oh, oh, those are like is? the crow demons. Okay, in, in I didn't folklore. realize they were crow demons. Well, there is Tengu. Tengu Man is a is a Mega Man enemy, isn't he? Is it Ace? Yeah. He is. Yeah, I think that's Ace. Yes, yeah. because he comes down. And he's like, Hi, I'm Tengu Man. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take on you. It's um, over, Wily. <laughs> the voice ah! voice comes from that game are amazing. The worst. <laughs> It's Any, Bass. Anything else? Say, he calls him Bass. What? Uh, Brutal Legend Honestly, just came out on PC. Sorry. Oh, that's kind of a big deal. How did yeah. that? Kind what? of. Well, well that's, that's Tyler, the platform. Tell us about it. That's a platform it should have been on the whole time. But it's three years old. True. Is it only three years old? I, I thought it was older than that. Hi, PC gaming expert. Like tell us comment. about the PC yeah, game. Yeah, tell us about your... Well, you're right, Michael, because there's RTS elements that did not work. Uh, and on console at I all. Tried terrible them, yeah. So I haven't tried the PC version, so I don't know if they do work. But this does mark every Double Fine game except the mobile and Connect ones is now on PC as well. So that's kind of cool mm-hmm. that they're kind of starting fresh with the PC crowd. Like, okay, okay, we're sorry. We brought all the games you wanted, including Brutal Legend, which. People, every time I mention Tim Schafer or Double Fine or anything, like PC Gamers audience is like, when's Brutal Legend coming? Well, huh? there you go. Why isn't he gonna, why didn't they put that? So now I can stop hearing that, so that's why it's kind of a big deal for me. I don't really care that it's on PC, I just want to stop mm-hmm. hearing that. But why did he shave his beard? See, that's confusing. To look better in the PS4 uh, ad roll. It makes him look. Well, Sony Sony has rules uh, that yeah. you can't, you know, have if you if you have facial hair, you have to wear like a little net mask. <laughs> I don't want dander falling yeah. into the cell process. And they, it, it also can't fall below your hair can't fall below your collar. So, <laughs> no joke, I did watch uh, two minutes of the live stream of him shaving his beard. Wow, <laughs> Jesus Christ, yeah. Henry! But more importantly, really uh, Psychonauts Two could. Very well happened. Oh, I'm annoyed that Mojang wouldn't just give them 18 million dollars. Like, come on, like he's 18 yeah. million is nothing to him. No, it's that's still something. That's it's still a good chunk of money, dollars. and I mean, it's not his job. Notch is rich that. as fuck, but yeah. it's still 18 million dollars. Solid gold fedora. <laughs> yeah. If he, yeah, he needs to start dressing like he's uh. got a 500 million dollars. <laughs> Again, solid gold fedora. Yeah, Hold that... up. is that a thing? He has a so- he actually has a solid gold fedora, no, or is that a joke? We're saying he should. I'm just oh, saying if he wore it. if he wore a solid gold fedora instead of a regular fedora, then it'd be easier to tell him from the regular schlubs at PAX. Like he'd also have neck problems. <laughs> Maybe so, but gold's a light metal. Well, to be fair, he also doesn't uh, habitually wear a trench coat with that that fedora. I suppose so. that's true. I'm just sick of jerks and their fedoras. <laughs> <laughs> Notch is a really cool guy who is not at all working with me on something on PC Gamer. Oh, <laughs> I like I, Notch. I hate his game, but I like Notch. <laughs> Notch is a really cool guy. I he like him actually. He's, he's one of the most open developers. Throws like, crazy parties. Yeah. But come on, just crazy kidding. punches. All right, look, I'll <laughs> yeah. just say this he's to Notch. If he doesn't game. want to give $18 million to Double Fine, just give me $3 million. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's nothing Just new, right? Because. And all and all play Psychonauts one. Yeah. yeah, you'll get as much of a return as you would on Psychonauts two. Exactly. So. True, that yeah. game was a commercial failure. Um, but man, it's such a good god, so adorable and fun. Uh, like, guys, just go play Psychonauts. Why not throw the GNP of Uganda down a hole? <laughs> $18 million has been spent worse on less. Yeah. No doubt. Fair enough. All right. Uh, anything else? Nope. That was it. All right. Then we can finally get to the big news. Yay. Which is the PlayStation 4 reveal. So how right were you guys? That. How right were you guys last week? Um, we were pretty right about right a lot than, of stuff. Yeah, than we thought. Again, the move two, move two with cameras. twice the cameras. Uh, did not expect to be right on that. True fact. Yeah, um, they did reveal the look of the uh, of the controller. I don't know how I feel about mm, that yeah, with the touch screen. It looks it slightly is, better than that prototype. They did showed. you guys yeah, think it was going to be called the PlayStation Orbis, or did you did you oh, say? I thought it would be PS4. Yeah. Yeah. There's no reason to have been that PS4. Orbis is. I was hearing some people say it was a convincing argument. They're like, oh, it's a four is an unlucky number in Asia. They oh, won't for call God's it sake. that. Is it really? In China, I know at least four is is like thirteen. Uh, it's a it's equivalent to thirteen in America. You'll notice they came and announced it here because yes. Well, it was of I. It was such and the opposite of the hyper Japanese. Uh, PlayStation 3 reveals. It like, was a really good well, it was, event it was, overall, I think. Yeah, Do we yeah. agree on that? Like, it was so high really opposite that like Ken Kutaragi replaced by Mark Cerny, of yeah. all people. Uh, <laughs> designer of Marble Madness, I think they said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was one yes. of his earliest things. He also worked on Sonic 2, and he worked on Crash Bandicoot, and a lot of other Naughty Dog games. the idea that you have your multi-million dollar system launch, like, this guy made Marble Madness! Come on, <laughs> people! <laughs> but yeah, just that he oversaw that instead of to replace Kudaragi, who was uh, committed seppuku after, power. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, he he went mad with power. Made the PlayStation, the six hundred dollar PlayStation three, five hundred ninety nine US dollars, and uh, five hundred ninety, <laughs> and committed seppuku because of that, and just sure. went off to spin in his grave, and uh, <laughs> so. But I don't know. It, it was just sad because Kudaragi had had so much of a positive impact on Sony for such a long time that he. He but did, it, but the, I think the PlayStation 3 and to a lesser extent the PlayStation 2 were kind of rolled out the door. It's like, these are super powerful systems. Fuck developers. Yeah. You figured uh, out. They were really difficult to pro- notoriously difficult to program for. And so I thought it was interesting that like one of the first things that they highlight is like, this is a system for developers by developers. Yeah, We've spent a lot of time asking them exactly what they want out of a system. Uh, this is going to be really easy to develop for. Definitely a smart move on their yeah. part. It's well, using off-the-shelf parts. Right, it's much. a custom PC. It's an x86 processor. It's not no emotion nonsense. Right. The, um, cell, the cell. So yeah, it's basically a high-end PC that you could get yeah. now. Well, that. I mean, that's what the 360 was at the time, too, you know. Yeah. It didn't need a cell processor that would harness the power of your refrigerator's <laughs> cell processor. Yeah, but it's so much better for everyone. This means... You know, ports to PC, ports from PC will all be easier and better. Mm-hmm. Like, so PC- everyone gets better games. It's good. And then PC will finally develop a hilarious console generation. So we're done. I well, was- kind of, because Steambox <laughs> will basically be the same thing as a PS4 with a different OS. I was sad to see no Casarai uh, like even appeared. Yeah, yeah what's was- up with that? Well, he's he's in charge of just Sony in general now. That's like, true. He's too good yeah. for that. He's above this now. He's got to sell me a digital camera, not just a PS4. I feel like exactly. that was our... Uh, do you guys remember at E3 the last year, during the Sony press conference, 
the London, is that his name? Or the uh, the British dude who was the host of this one? The British oh. guy, you know, his name's London. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. The, oh, right, yes. the, current, the current Sony boss, uh, yeah. he, uh, in the E3 one, the E3 press conference, he said, and I'd like to welcome Kaz Arai. And he just points at him and Kaz Arai stands up like, yes, hello. That was hello. like saying goodbye to Kaz. Like oh, he's, man. He's in the audience ceremonially for this, but th- this is my show now. And I'm my prediction up. on Twitter was that Kaz would come out wearing Google Glass and then uh, <laughs> grappling hook into the rafters and the stage would explode. <laughs> And a Tiger Telematrix logo would fade in. <laughs> and the, the Gizmondo <laughs> would be announced. But, See, I just would have settled for them, like, you know, saying, Welcome to Kaz Harai, everybody. And then they wheel out an empty chair and then berate it for half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> it, well, Kaz, it wasn't Kaz's fault. He, That's it true. Was, yeah. it, uh, it really, I think you can't put most of the blame in Kudaragi. But, uh, but yeah, so Cerny just talked about... Uh, how how different they're making and how they consulted all these people like developers first for this and all it, that. Like, I just want to point out also that his last name sounds like Coach Z saying Sony. Uh huh. Why does it say on Simpsons the magnet <laughs> box and Sorny? Sorny. Sorny. The Sorny. Where's Grim for this? Oh, I don't know. He disappeared. I anyway. think he might have had to piddle. I see. Oh, okay. uh, how dignified. You only um, rent those steel sorry, reserves. Mike. You don't You'll, you don't buy them. He'll never hear this. He's not going to uh, listen. I, I thought it was also interesting that they like went straight into all the network capabilities. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. They and were really pushing the, the share thing. Like Some things I really liked, like the idea that like you can download games and you'll download like just a tiny bit that will get you started and you can start playing while the yeah. game downloads in the background. I think that's a fantastic idea. A great idea. I applaud anything that eliminates load times, which I think have been one of the yeah. biggest banes of this generation. And then recognizing the that the PS3 is horrifically slow when it comes mm-hmm. to yeah. updating anything. Yeah, yeah. So that that'll Ugh, be a nice updates. Nice yeah. change, but yeah, and you mentioned the the share button. The share button, the you can automatic, you can hit this button yeah. and then automatically live stream what you're doing to your friends, and they can jump in and help you if you're having trouble. Is one of the things. Yeah, well, that that's the creepiest aspect of that. Like, I I think this is on one hand them uh, identifying like how popular it is right now for people to live stream stuff, and. Uh, just kind of distribute gameplay videos on YouTube and mm-hmm. try to involve their friends in this. And, you know, that, that seems like an interesting idea. But the idea that, like, you can live stream yourself and all your friends can watch what you're doing. And if you're stuck, you can ask one of your friends to take over control for you. I really yeah. don't like the level of, like, like just huh. the architecture that that implies. That it's like, so you're saying that with cool. my consent, somebody else can take control of my system. So what's to stop somebody from doing it without my consent? Like somebody hacking in? Well, Michael, it's not like PSN has ever had any security issues before. I don't know what you're so paranoid about. I know. How do I know somebody's not going to hack in and spy on me through those two goddamn cameras? Well, they always are. They always are. no more naked gaming. (laughs) Sony's been watching this whole time. You just need Mm -hmm. to tape over those things. Security concerns are totally legitimate, but I like what they're trying to do. They're acknowledging that... We, at least here in the U.S., don't all live that close together. And yeah. what you would normally do when you're playing a game with a single-player game with friends around is be like, "Oh crap, I'm stuck. Do you want to try?" And they're like, "Let's enable this to the internet." And that's, that's what they good, were talking about. That's good thinking on their part. I mean, yeah. I'm worried about the security, but at least they're recognizing mm-hmm. that Americans do not consume entertainment 
the same way that they do in Japan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was really let down uh, that PS3 was it's not backwards compatible with PS3. No, not even with PSN games, which was a real. The mm, thing is, they to- they changed yeah. the 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 processor architecture. It's, yeah, it, no, it you can't. can't be. It it would have to have a PS3 inside of it, and the thing's going to be expensive as it is. And yeah, it like they were saying like, oh, 400 is a. Uh, no, it's not going to be four hundred. It mean, can't. Well, you mean you think it's going to be like four fifty or five hundred? It'll be five hundred or more. No Unless way. No way. Crazy Every loss. single thing I said they, said four twenty nine or five twenty. They've got to, it's got to be at a crazy loss because they Sounds they crazy. can't well, charge five hundred bucks for that. Always sold at a crazy loss. That's this mm. historically like no, back to Nintendo. Nintendo came up with that model. It's just like using the GDDR five RAM. Like you, yeah, you they don't need that. That is so. I think that's overkill. Like. I don't, know, I don't want to get well, too technical. Well, it's future-proofing, though, isn't it? Yeah, to some extent. Well, and I also want to point out that the reason, uh, for those who don't know, that consoles are sold at a crazy loss is because they make all their money licensing the games. Yeah. Yeah. Like, games. developers have to pay a fee. That's why console games tend to cost $10 more than PC games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they, it's the the old rationale was they sell you the Razer and you buy the Blades. Like, exactly. That's the, or they give away the Razer, you buy the Blades. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the deal. Or right. they give so away the printer, you buy the... Are, so yeah. console games are printer ink. And, Basically. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, still, I even like John Carmack, of all people, complimented Sony on the specs and was mm-hmm. like, "That's that was a very wise uh, design. Yeah. Like, so, and I, you know, I agree. Like, this... I was impressed watching mm-hmm. it. As a PC gamer, I was like, yeah, I think I might want one of those. But that that's, was, the biggest selling point to me was you just mentioned was that whole share issue. The idea that you can actually, if you can actually record footage with one button and upload it like that, that to me is awesome because that's yeah. something I love to. And it's a huge hassle yeah. to set up like a PVR and just be like, uh, here's this and this and, and this. Also, and also, if that leads to less uh, dipshits uploading gameplay videos when I want to look at the game, like, oh, hey, YouTube. Uh, yes. This is my playthrough. I'm pretty funny, all right? <laughs> like, oh, oh, Mario jump So, fire. okay, yeah, he says we need to go pick up this yeah. thing, so let's go pick up this thing now. No, Mom, I'll take the garbage out later. I'm recording. <laughs> this is my first Let's Play video. Nobody ever says anything of value. No, I have never heard. Well, maybe once or twice I've heard like something. When people do it as a joke, maybe, or when they do, when they do go out of their way to be when Games Radar does insightful, uh, exactly, that's quite different (laughs) analysis and commentary. But Henry, Henry, you especially, if this works, well, those aren't let's put. You're going to be praising Sony if it works, just because it'll make. It'll make, up people, so yeah, it'll make our jobs a lot easier. It's really it's really good for that. I think it's a cool idea. I'm curious how Microsoft will do it better, but uh, I, I think it's I, I think it's very neat. And the way they like showed it working for the first time with the kill zone thing, like sharing sharing the stage they just played immediately on their Facebook page. Like that was really cool. The immediate issue I, do, I think I, that raises as well is that is it going to be paid for that? It will have to be. There's That'll no way you could paid, support yeah. server infrastructure that no. supports eh. a million people uploading video all the time and not pay for that. There's if, no well, way. YouTube is free. Well, and, yeah, and you but just describe YouTube. But it's like monetized in an advertising way. It's yeah, like they're well, not going to make you watch bumper ads on like PlayStation, are they? Are they, Maybe are they, they will? Are, are they? they? Maybe we're all going to hate this in a year. <laughs> PlayTube. PlayTube. <laughs> Well, so they, I was also really impressed. They showed so many games at it. Like, oh, they made it oh, about yeah, the did. games. Like, they came out and said the basics about the hardware, mm-hmm. and then we're like, 
now here's a bunch of games. I expected one game at best, and then yeah. only Tekken. That, that's true. And yeah, then this, I want to point out, this is another place where we predicted something in the oh, last yeah, episode, and that I said, notice that Sucker Punch has been very, very quiet mm-hmm. since yeah. Infamous 2. Mm-hmm. And, Bam. Uh, Second Son. Yeah, Infamous Second Son, and the... Uh, like I, I think I knew it the second Nate Fox took the stage because they didn't really announce him or who he was or who he was. I didn't with. know who he was, and and there was a lot of speculation in the room. Like the second they said, "Oh, cameras!" Like it was like, "Oh, it's Watch Dogs." And like, no, that's this, what I thought. Yeah, this, this looks like Infamous. I know that guy. I know that he said like he he started off by talking about how like when I was in. Uh, stuck in a uh, riot in 1999 and tear gassed by police. He's talking about the WTO riots, which he previously described as the inspiration for Infamous One, mm-hmm. um, where everything's all broken down. And But uh, I do want to share probably the single best tweet <laughs> that I read uh, during that period, which was uh, by Weed Supreme at Arcturus Fats. Yes. Uh, In 1999, I was tear gassed by police for doing a freedom. Today, there are more than 100 cameras. I am proud to announce Ghostbusters 4. That was a cool demo and all. It was, mm. I, I, I'm guessing the Ghostbusters may be inspired by the giant cartoon tornado. Yeah. Um, well, the, <laughs> his, his delivery, the way they lit yeah. him, the camera shots, making it's just like it's so hilarious. Like I realize that this was an influential moment in his life personally, mm-hmm. but you're making a game about goofball superheroes and hoodies that bounce around the city murdering <laughs> civilians. It's like, what are you trying to connect here? It's like, ugh. so with both Killzone and uh, Infamous, like. Those looked cool, but I kind of was hoping that both Gorilla and Sucker Punch would start new franchises, that they wouldn't both just make well, sequels. Well, we kind of saw another infamous game coming. I mean, I guess. But the, well, the evil ending definitely left it up for spoilers. for a sequel. Oh, yeah. There's going to be yeah. spoilers in a second well, here for the end of Infamous 2. <laughs> uh-huh. But in you the may end. want to scrub ahead a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I cares? played evil on both of those games because it's way more fun that way. Basically, what you did, the choice that you're given at the end of the game is. Do you want to uh, kill the conduits humanity, or save Yeah, humanity is affected by a plague. And you have two choices. One is you uh, use a cure that will destroy the disease, mm-hmm. but also kill all the superpowered people. Uh, along with coal. And that's the good ending. Uh-huh. Or you don't use the thing uh, and you or use it to awaken all the superpowered yeah. people, but this will accelerate humanity's decline. And, and that, the Reapers destroy the universe. They and that it. seems to be the world that they were showing us within from a second sun. And then, like, imagine a world where everybody's superpowered and, you know... Our, our current security technology couldn't stop them. Everyone's a living weapon. Well, yeah. so here's, I mean, this, that's, this was why I was disappointed they weren't just doing new stuff was because, you know, Sucker Punch, the Sucker Punch, Naughty Dog, and Insomniac, when they went from the PlayStation to the, well, Sucker Punch wasn't a PS1 developer, but when Insomniac and Naughty Dog went from the PS1 to the PS2, they made right. a new franchise. Yeah, when yeah. they went from the PS2 to the PS3, they made a new franchise. And because you got more excited about well, Watch Dogs and Destiny, didn't you? Yeah. But then, then what happened immediately? Everybody was like, where's my fucking Ratchet and Clank? Where's yeah. my Sly Cooper for yeah. six years? Well, where's there where's was the- Jack and Daxter? Oh, it's in this awful PS2 game. <laughs> Actually, Insomniac did keep making Ratchet and Clank. Yes, I they forgot did. about that. They just also made uh, 
Oh, resistance! That's <laughs> you forgot what it was called. <laughs> Come on, dude. yeah. It's so so new and bold. So I think I think it kind of answers your own question of I why they're not so. putting them on new IP. I guess so. Because from like a from a nerdy PR standpoint too, I did enjoy how both those games, Killzone and uh, the other one, had uh, subtitles. Yeah, Killzone Shadowfall. I Shadowfall, yeah. As yeah. opposed to like I'm waiting for the numbers. shadow fail jokes. Good. It's good. <laughs> But just the uh, idea that it's like, let's get away from number branding and get into colon substory brand. <laughs> well, yeah, because it's not—it's not a sequel. It's not Killzone Four. It's like a subs—it's like a side story from Killzone Three. I thought it would be cool if the PlayStation, the PlayStation 4, 4 had <laughs> Killzone 4. Like, that yeah, would okay. yeah. be... It's like with it the same would have font been and everything. <laughs> yeah. But no. It's just not the... Yeah, and then there was Drive Club, which... Uh, hey, this is where I come yeah. in. Yeah. That British guy sure was excited about... Boy, that was creepy. That was yeah. the second creepiest thing behind the uh, the infamous intro with you're the creepy pl- guy talking. You're, really, <laughs> you're playing with your friends in a club and competing. But he was talking so passionately about, like, the leather and the stitching. Look at the leather! Oh, and the my multi-caliber. God! The rich Corinthian oh, the breaking. leather. <laughs> oh, God, look at the paint. You can see the clink. We've had this idea for oh. 14 <laughs> No, stop! Like so it. why'd they have the guy from My Strange Addiction, I Fuck My Car, on stage? <laughs> but... I well, did also love everyone coming out and being like, "We've had this idea for twenty years. I can't. We could never finally do tell it you until now." And what I thought was interesting was that they showed Drive Club instead of Gran Turismo, like that. Right, and that's what I thought it was. I saw a car and I was like, yeah. "Oh shit, GT6!" And it was like, "Nope, proprietary UK guy talking about game I've never heard." In the of. old mm-hmm. days, they would have just said, "Here's GT6. It'll be out in two years if you're lucky. Right. Sit on it, loser." Like yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you could have used the same generic car yeah. footage and I would have been like, "Fine." And they, and they would have had uh, uh, what was his name, Yoshida or the the. Yoshida. Also, someone yeah. mentioned that, like, in that montage clip they had he of, appears. like, how creative the PS4 is, he's yeah. just like, the PS4 is a blank canvas, and you can create anything from it. And then it's like, says the guy who's yeah. done nothing but Gran Turismo games. <laughs> the <laughs> only fucking thing yeah. he does yeah. is, yeah. Uh, like... Way, Mike, I really like the idea of a proprietary UK guy. Like, this guy was developed for the UK. <laughs> <laughs> this is an open-source UK guy. That guy's annoying as fuck. I'm, I'm pretty sure, if somebody hasn't done it already, that there's space for some enterprising journalist to go and, like, just live at Polyphony Digital for a month and, like, write a tell-all book about the strange and terrible saga of making Gran Turismo 5. Me. Because there was so Me. much weird shit that's, like... I remember whenever they came out, it's like, yeah, we're delaying it because we wanted to get the graffiti exactly right on this one German track. Uh, the Nürburgring Nordschleife. Yes, yes, Schleif. that one. Thank yes. you. <laughs> they, and then, but five was a huge disappointment for so many people. It's like, awful. Yeah. So, but clearly they still employ Polyphony Digital, even though Polyphony Digital, like. Polygamy Digital, sure. uh, Sony closed (laughs) a lot. Japanese company. (laughs) Sony Sony closed more than a few internal development studios, but they kept that open, Mm, even though they they may deserve one more chance. They fucked up five. Well, uh, GT Five didn't even like sell terribly. It's all well. It's all that brand name is. And there, there are people who will defend it to the death. I disagree heavily, but whatever. <laughs> They're out there. You know they are. Forza I'm just saying totally the Drive Club it. looks all right, but Grid 2 is on current gen, and it looks way better. Codemasters, hire me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Grid 2 does look good. It is, it's a weird... I mean, I don't want to get off topic. It does car thing. It does car. <laughs> well, the premise is that like, like all but the different styles of racers 
can never compete against each other. It's so, MMA of cars. So of how cars. do we know who's really the best racer? Well, in this game, they do. I thought it was kind of hilarious that he was like really playing up the first person uh, perspective, and it's like we got first person right. We got model all these co- cockpits perfectly. Like you realize, nobody plays racing games in first person, especially it's- not when you've got like. A cockpit obscuring like 60% no, of the bro. screen. Yo, bro, hardcore PC sim guys do 18 monitors, steering yeah, wheel. Okay, you're, great, you're, but you're most totally people are going right, to go though. back into the chase view so that they have some sort of spatial awareness of the track. Because they want to look at the car. You're right, though. Yeah. It's like, that's a yeah. big obsession with racing games. It's like, oh, first person view. Nobody plays like would that. You, would you use for I do want to play in arcades. Like, oh. Okay, but what did you guys think of the first PlayStation 4 game ever to be shown? Nap. You mean uh, oh, Garbage yeah. Dwarf, as I called him on Twitter? <laughs> garbage Dwarf. Because um, he's made of trash. He yeah. looks like Ganondorf. Well, they can, yeah. well, they can oh, make... I, no, I thought said you garbage were dwarf. dwarf, yeah. Oh, I said Garbage Dwarf, because like, he has the same fish. I feel like that was their response to people going, when games look like Pixar movies, man, yeah. won't that be great? And they were like, let's do it. And you, they like, no, it didn't look... Well, that looked yeah. awful. Well, that was I think it's also like them saying, like with all these shooters and shit, like, let's have something that's kind of kid-friendly. It seemed to me more like when they made Sonic, they said, "Well, what can the Genesis do? Well, things can run really faster." But they made Sonic or Super Mario World. What's what can the Super NES do? A lot of colors, uh, Mode Seven. All right, so what can the PlayStation Four do? Particles. Yeah, particles <laughs> just everywhere. Well, then let's make a hero who's made of a thousand little rocks. All right, sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that, that, that's another thing that I, I'm glad you mentioned is the particles just everywhere like even in the, the kill zone thing like the the huge explosion that you get caught in like they they make it a point to like break the ground in slow motion into like a billion pieces right in front of you yeah. <laughs> it was it was neat that as i gesticulate it. wildly in ways that the <laughs> that's, listeners can't that's when i ran see. away from the stream to go to gamestop and pre-order my ps4 i was like yeah. oh god this yeah, the blue thing's falling down from yeah. the sky. Well, that's the new thing with it, like the uh, Unreal Engine 4 demo, which, I mean, we've already seen, but it's all about... Which they showed during the what? PS4. Yeah, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. They showed it running, well, probably running on a PC, but... Well, they, yeah, <laughs> they showed it to say, see, this can run Unreal. And the, the, the PS3 could not run Unreal 3 until, like, 2008. Yeah. So, I mean, of, of course it can run Unreal Engine 4. If they had announced it without that, it would be stupid. But it's all about yes. particles. And then they showed their standard, like, to show that the uh, GPU has uh, physics acceleration power. It's like, look how many uh, balls we can drop on a scene, which, like, they do every... Like, every year you see a new balls dropping on something <laughs> tech yeah. Yeah. The idea, too, that Havoc physics is being paraded as, like, a technical achievement. I'm like, fart. That's the one that makes all the enemies look like toilet paper. I'm like, Feet Dark Souls. Get out of here. <laughs> No, I mean, it, I mean, it's, you know, they'll compete with like an Nvidia, uh, like GTX, maybe six sixty. Hardware. Mm. Hey, what about the other games? Yeah, what about that Media Molecule game? What was Holy it called? Holy shit! Oh, that no. presentation. That was the tech demo section oh, yeah, of the yeah, show. Yeah. Yeah. Look what we can do with Move. I'm like, oh god. Yeah, no. I thought we were done with Move. I'm, I'm glad that at that second I was able to tweet the word no. Period. Yes. Like in all caps, and people knew what I meant. Yes. What I you? was saying too. That was like the funniest thing because David Cage was right oh, before yeah. their presentation. Was like. We have 300,000 polygons, old man face, and then like polygons are the future, the media molecule comes out. 
polygons are our biggest problem. We hate fucking polygons. Yeah, now we're just making magic. Oh, we had to find a way to get around polygons. It's like, Whatever yeah. happened to sprites, am I right? You guys couldn't space this out with another thing in between yeah. these two guys not directly <laughs> contradicting each other? <laughs> I also like almost totally forgot about the opening. The, the, like, the whole war on reality line was <laughs> hilarious. I, I immediately yeah. tweeted, long live the new flesh. <laughs> Jeez. One Cronenberg. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little cool. disturbed by the whole I like. You'll never have to put down your games again. <laughs> Work? Fuck that! You'll be unemployed. <laughs> they follow you everywhere. You can never escape it's them. Horrifying. You can't have a life or date. Uh, mm. Fuck reality. Yeah. Fuck it. Um. They also showed off uh, the witness, Jonathan Blow's new oh, game, yeah. which kind of looks like Mist. I just with that maze puzzles. I like to recycle my favorite. <clears throat> Twitter joke I made, which was Jonathan Blow should have rewound time to right before he decided to wear that shirt. <laughs> oh, oh I, I do think uh, I think Jonathan Blow makes good games. I also think that he's Henry. really too full of himself. He's a bit of a blow hard, you oh, might God. say. <laughs> I agree, he does make good games, and he stands up while he works, and that's weird. That's but weird. that is weird. Standing workstation. That's not a thing you should do. But he seemed like an odd choice. Charlie Barrett. <laughs> well, they like lumped him in with what's his face too. Uh, yeah, they wanted to show that they're they're cool with the indie scene, and like uh, they don't just have to show you like crazy new like like Capcom's new uh, what are they calling that engine? Deep down, oh, the, pants oh, engine. The Panta Ray. Panta Ray, which sounds like, like a cross between panty and manta ray. <laughs> <laughs> From now on, a picture of Manta Ray wearing panties. Like, they really wanted to nail home, I think, the new consoles aren't just about being more powerful, you know. We're opening up to the indie scene. As much as, uh, if we're talking about the third parties now, though, as much as Square annoyed me, I was actually more annoyed with uh, the build-up of the Blizzard one, because they're like, That was so bad. Because they're like, all right, here's a guy who has never come on stage before. He is coming on stage to talk to you right now about Blizzard. Yeah, and he comes up. He's on like, "On behalf of my platform, I'm yeah. sorry." For he, the, the, yeah, <laughs> he, he goes up and he's like, "We're we're here to help take over the world with Sony with Diablo 3. Yes, the game that should have been a console game last year is now mm-hmm. later this year going to come to the what PS3 and the PS4. The game PC gamers didn't really like after yes. a month. Yes. That it's, guy too, like he was a really good present, like presentation guy. He like when he came on, I was yeah. like, wow, I like this guy. He's not mm-hmm. wearing a suit coat and being a fucking mm-hmm. stiff asshole. He's like, no, I'm okay. I'm making a good presentation. But, and it was and just like <laughs> announcement. Oh my god, it's the worst. Yeah, that's the worst announcement. It's like if he had gone out there like announce World of Warcraft Two is coming yeah. and it'll be on PS4. It's like oh my god, I the, don't even like World of Warcraft. Starcraft that excites me. Oh, the yeah. way he was talking, it sounded like a new IP, not uh-huh. the. Yes. Not the uh, Diablo three port we stopped thinking was going to happen. Yeah, like, that's. Um, and I, I want to <laughs> say nothing. Oh, PC go ahead, gamer. Tyler. No, I'm, I'm just saying it, I thought it was weird too. Yeah. I kind of knew that's what it was, but I still thought it was weird that they would do that at that press conference where yeah. everything else was arguably exciting. Yeah, we we didn't care that much for media molecules, but like they were all showing impressive stuff, and it's like mm-hmm. not only does Diablo three not look that impressive, like. It didn't really impress anyone. Yeah, I think they only invited them there just for diversity to be like, 
See how many third parties we get. No, they invited Activision there to get Bungie, and Activision oh. said, "Okay, but can we also have Blizzard on stage?" Yeah, and maybe. Like, okay. Maybe. I, I recall someone's comment that was, uh, "Man, Blizzard's interaction with PS3 is almost as exciting as Valve's interaction with PS3." <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I forgot about that. That's yeah. so sad. Speaking yeah. of PS3, oh God. Um, I, I want to say I was a little disheartened, and the Diablo thing started this when he started saying like it'll appear on PS4 and PS3 at the same time, and then uh, Destiny, which came after that, went on oh, to say yeah. the same thing. It's like, look, if I'm buying into your yes. fucking new console, yes. I do not want to know that the experiences I'm buying are going to be replicated mm. on the one I already no, own. I don't know. I think really? it kind of makes sense. But it's like they're sense. hedging their bets in a shitty way that like gives you no incentive. Yeah, but that, that tells me I'm not getting a PS4 game. I'm getting an up-res PS3 game that yeah. works on PS4. Well, Watch Dogs is also you don't a know PS3 that. game. I mean, is it, though? They announced it for PS3 today, yeah. Oh, okay. And Wii U. It's a Wii U They game. did? Huh. Yes. Huh. God, that game looks good. That it, game it does really look does. good. That, oh, Tyler seems uninterested, but I think it looks good. I'm that not trailer, uninterested. I'm just, skeptic. cool. I'm just skeptic. I'm skeptical hey, that it's skeptical. Like, I want to beat, right the, now beat the crap out of some dude Here's who what attacks they, a lady. What the gameplay trailer says is you go around the city just hacking stuff and figuring out like where a crime's going to be committed and then you get the guy. But like looking at the UI, it's like uh, suggestion, catch the criminal. Yes. And then he chases after them and then everything seems feels like this is all going too perfectly for it not to <laughs> yes. like... No, it's going to be totally linear. Like right? this is all kind of scripted looking even though they're yeah. claiming this is happening in an open world. And like... If they can pull off a game that looks scripted but is open, like okay, wow, I'm impressed, but I, I'm still skeptical that that's Ask what Creed they're showing. 2020. I mean, yeah. they did just they showed off that one part, so I'm assuming it's going to be bigger than that. They said this is you're not on any kind of mission. There are no objectives. You just wander through. And I think that that's they just bullshit. picked that part. I disagree part. with that. <laughs> what? The idea that there's no mission. It's no, no, no. Be... Just that part where you're wandering around. Oh. The, he's not on a mission right I now. He's were, just wandering oh, okay. through the I city. I thought they were saying the whole game is like that. No, 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 no. Okay, because no. that would be Peter Molyneux level. Like, <laughs> no, they, no were saying, they were saying this part has no mission, okay. no objective. You're just yeah. wandering have, the streets. They did show a mission at E3. Uh, yeah. yeah that's, uh, that was pretty cool. Was I just like the running and he's bouncing off the walls. Jumping over the oh, yeah, the parkour is cool. Yeah, the parkour is cool. And actually, when he catches Beating that, the shit out of that dude with his like, whatever he has in his hand. The animation on that is so Brutal, but like, when he pulled the gun on him, could he have just shot him? Like, there was a moment where he could have shot that guy. That's my face. question. Well, is could like, you have yeah, done I don't know. That? Like, the hacking looks really binary. Like, I'm sure you can shoot in a video game. Yeah, but I mean, in <laughs> I that mean, he section, has a gun. You can ass- you should you should be able to assume that. You yeah, can but shoot. I mean, probably just let him get away for the dramatic tension. Unless you want the pacifist achievement, you, you got to shoot him. Because like that, <laughs> yeah, maybe that there chase is looked like. For that. I mean, that chase was looked like the fun part of that demo. So if you could just shoot him in the face right there, like running from the police seemed cool. Slowing down the bullet train and jumping on top well, yeah, of it. It, it, hacking it, was the the, it was the L train in Chicago, right? Wasn't it? The, I don't know. Well, the game takes place in Chicago. I know. That. Oh, thanks, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I did think it was. I mean, I did I like, think it looked cool. Oh, also, so the yeah, Capcom showed a game that's not a game called Deep they, Down. Deep they down. showed Dragon's Dogma Two and called it Deep Down. They <laughs> said it was a new IP. They Bull said fucking new IP. shit! Why would they call that a new IP? It makes zero so, sense. Why right, would they name any game Deep Down? Why, why would they try to use the Dragon's Dogma name to sell anything? Because yeah, that was true. a decent game. That game is not well, bad. Actually, Graham, right. what did you think when Ono just came up on stage? Do you think a new fighting game like? Or no, I didn't is this think finally Darkstalkers? Like, was that? 
Well, that was going dark through my That's what everybody was murmuring in the Games yeah. Radar room. Yeah. Well, because it should have been. Why, why do you bring out Ono to not reveal a fighting game? Like, he's... He's supposed to be their fighting game guy. But he's so personable. They can throw him up in front of anything. Well, this is like, the first yeah, time he's works. shown up since he, um, you know, tipped a little break after Street uh, Fighter yeah, Cross Tekken. Yeah. Let's not get into that. But <laughs> if you're interested in looking at Ono's background, please check out internet websites. About <laughs> <laughs> at www.google.com. Um, uh, oh, and then there was, of course, the uh, huge non-announcement. Of uh, squares working on a Final uh, Fantasy. Uh, Man, that was a double fucking. In other they news, came out and it was like they, they did their tech demo. In other news, the sun will rise tomorrow. Uh, Microsoft will come out with a next gen console, and that was uh, the double zinger. Was so shitty. You will probably like, have to eat something. <laughs> video from last year, and then followed up by the executive guy coming out and going, and guess what? Check us out at E3, wink. Uh, and it's like, Which is kind of what I was afraid we would get from the whole uh, yeah. conference. Well, it made uh, me so angry because, like, my expectations for Square are so low right now. I was like, please, guys, just a logo. Name what the game is and show me a logo, please. Only thing that could have made it better is if he had moonwalked off the stage, yeah. like, while still <laughs> winking. Now, I fin- like, I, Final Fantasy 13 non-versus, you are never getting yeah. this game. Or just from, if, from a, like, a technical standpoint, too, I was very interested in that they lumped all the indie people together, they lumped the explosion people together, and then they lumped all the... Yeah, were did. Japanese developers who insist on speaking in English together? Because you had Ono, oh, yes. who was like, I insist on speaking in English, and then followed by the Square Enix guys, we insist and speaking in English for a minute and it's like okay mm-hmm. and it's just interesting how they lump like everything together in its own little segment it's yeah. like this would suck on its own so we're not going to space it out it's going to be right in one horrible pill for you to swallow <laughs> one thing I thought was hilarious is just a general observation but I was kind of waiting for it to happen when it started is that I feel like the US Games Press we've all sort of decided as a group like you know what we're not going to like cheer and scream and applaud at press events so when they put up the P- when they put up PS4, which everyone knew is what they were announcing, mm. even though they kind of acted like it would be somehow a surprise. Just I feel like we're waiting for this huge applause, and you just kind of hear. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we're all we're all excited for the PS4, but we all knew it was going to happen. Well, so. it was but- awkward when that logo clearly had like a twenty second like uh, buffer <laughs> well, is, to go up there, waiting a- for applause to go down. And- well, this is a philosophical thing that I've heard from, like, uh, say our old, our old coworker Amanda Glasser, AJ Glasser. Like, she, she actually wrote a whole essay about it called like no, no clapping in the press box, which is, you know, <laughs> that, well, when you're a sports cut, when you're a sports journalist, you're not supposed to root for any team. It's supposed to be impartial, and so she wanted the same out of that at E3, which. Honestly, should be the way it is, but yeah. I have two problems personally with that. Two that I'm trying to stamp out. Like, number one, I get excited for games. When I see a cool game, I want to be excited for it and be like, "That looks awesome! I'm excited!" Woo! And then, second, my other problem is that I have like this weird social anxiety that when I know someone on a stage wants applause. And no one's giving it to them. I think they're like, oh, I feel so bad for them. That's when you say it's Ridge Racer. Ridge <laughs> Racer. Yeah, that's well, how I. Applause felt. is just polite. 
I it's felt, just good manners. I cheering like in America. Cheering and hooting in America. Cheering and hooting is is things. not something journalists should do ever. Yeah, you should bow politely, quietly. In <laughs> well, seat. that I felt that kind of discomfort at the Nintendo press conference this year, where they showed Nintendo Land and like. Like the audience was just so let down by it, they were not responding at all. And then it sucks when they had to say (laughs) after they showed the long Luigi section, they're like, There was no applause. They were like, Well, what what do you guys think? And that's when people were like, All right, yeah, you can't pressure people into that. If you want an honest reaction, make something that's not (laughs) well. They thought they didn't, they thought they made something that was. That was the problem. They were like, well, we made the perfect See, game that deserves applause. We have heard we people... confused them. We all applauded at Wii Music and like... <laughs> I have heard people who absolutely love Nintendo Land. Uh, I think yeah. it's something you have to no, it's not invest bad. time in. It, it, it looks bad. terrible if you're just yes. an observer. As a four-player couch well, I'll spend game. $250 and rectify my wrong opinion immediately. <laughs> Is it, well, really, it's $300. But, uh, and that's if you have four Wii remotes. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, look, it's not it's not great, but it's it is fun. I think it is a fun game. But the uh, yeah, or well, they expect us to clap. Like I don't know if you guys have watched it recently, but when when they revealed Twilight Princess in one of the videos I've seen of it, like you can hear people like grown men crying. You go, like, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. They were. They were so excited. And like, God. But this was back, like, the Nintendo press conference more than any. Like, it gets it gets the fanboys there. It's not just journalists. Dan, Dan Amrick related on Twitter a story about the PS2 reveal. Someone being like, this console is Jesus. Wow. Oh, I, I always wow. like Which to... I can see someone saying for the PS2 announcement. but I always like to think of the PS3 reveal at, at E3 um, when they rolled out Eye of Judgment. And there was some dipshit in like the one of the first couple rows who was like, "Yes, yes, that is so pimp! Oh man, I've always <laughs> wanted a real life Magic: The Gathering." It's like, thanks, guy. <laughs> like he he literally blurted out that entire sentence. That was not hyperbole. Wow. <laughs> and, and it was in the middle of while they were talking and showing it on stage. And it's just oh. like I think I think that they had like invited people from like. Fan forums or something, and he was one yeah. Of them. Oh well, I think there have been E3 press conferences where the reactions you're hearing are clearly from uh, either Microsoft or whatever Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo employees who are in the audience who applaud when they announce, say, the Hannah Montana PSP, and people applaud like, "No, okay, you have shills." Like this mm-hmm. is. The, or it, it, this this doesn't just go for Sony; it goes for all of them. Do it at their press conference. All right, totally. What else haven't we talked about? Uh, Destiny, I guess we haven't talked. Destiny, about we much. mentioned already. It was cool, but I mean, well, it, we again, mentioned the PS3. PS4 everything's thing. multi-platform though now, so you can't even like. I have way less a problem than with that than you guys. Yeah. I think it yeah, totally no, it doesn't bother. It totally me seems right for Destiny to be on PS3 and PS4. It's supposed to yeah. be this like. Well, but it's also yeah. going to be 360 and 720. Is there any like? Do you think? There's any chance they'll make it cross-platform at least yes. between oh, PS3 they'd, they'd PS4? They'd have to because if it's going to be right? a 10-year experience, who's going to be playing on a PS3 in 10 years? Yeah, it's got to be cross-platform. Yeah, I, I, I say this in a world where people are are now still playing on PS2s. 
Yeah. But um, I mean, it will be. The I poor mean, people. Right. <laughs> well, also, you know, people who aren't like as invested in gaming as we are. As hopelessly anyway. addicted to horrible shit. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. That puts a much finer point on but it. But I, I like that they're accepting the idea that games shouldn't have to die with a console cycle. Like, EVE Online is going to be going for forever because they keep upgrading the engine and making it look better. Like, you can have a game go on and you can keep upgrading it. It doesn't have to die with the platform. Yeah. It can be on more than one platform. That's okay. I just realized it's been a while since we heard anything about Star Wars 1313. Yeah. Well, I guess I kind of thought... I, I don't know. A while back I was like, oh, well, they'll probably make that up. It'll definitely be a PS4 game. Maybe they'll announce it or they'll give more information about it around the same time. But they haven't said anything about it in a long mm. time. Well, LucasArts mm. is in a weird place right now. Yeah. Like, they yeah. got bought. Are they still a game company or aren't they? Like, it's... Well, I mean, they'll still make games. I'm just I'm just wondering They're Henry, if this is going to delay Disney's not going to capitalize much on the Star Wars <laughs> license. They probably won't be yeah. releasing oh, well, more so than 20 games the LucasArts logo. Console. The LucasArts logo was on the thing of uh, the big screen that was that's like, true. here's everybody that's working with mm-hmm. us. Like, the yeah. LucasArts logo was there. Well, Disney we already Lucas knew Smash? Oh, we already Oswald knew 13, 13 okay. was we'll gonna it. be a PS4 game. No, True, but I don't know. I guess I just I well, Michael last week said yeah they'll probably show off Last Guardian and they didn't do that either. No, I, I was actually surprised. Yeah. I was I was really banking on that. So, I think I think if you want if you guys want to make like post Microsoft announcement predictions, I think they're holding on to some cards. I think. They have, yeah, I think that they're definitely going to wait to show some. I think off they have E3. like Last Guardian for E3. I think they have Activision probably already on the hook to show the next Call of Duty on mm, PS4 um, or know. Durango or whatever. Because Activision tends to oh. announce stuff. Microsoft. No, nah, Microsoft has had the Call of Duty reveal the last three E3s. So mm. I'm, I'm betting they're everything still, else. Hold on. I also kind Activision of expected goes to Sony. I feel like I kind of expected Assassin's Creed Four. Yeah, yes, they I won't did. be showing that off for a little while. Well, especially because they like they basically announced Assassin's Creed Four and the next Assassin's Creed on mm. the on the Ubisoft teleconference. So I just assumed it would be yeah. e- when Eve's Guimont took the stage. I was like, "All right, Assassin's Creed time. Show me what you got." Eve, we'll be talking mm-hmm. about this you know who more soon. We also yeah. haven't heard from at all is Respawn Entertainment, the uh, yeah, the developer formed by former Infinity I'm betting War that's, guys. I'm betting that's the Microsoft card you of this think? league. Uh, yeah, because big deal. Number one, EA wasn't at that event at all. They're publishing the Respawn game, and EA mm-hmm. wasn't there. When, I thought they were going to show off Battlefield 4. Like, EA is with I Microsoft, I think. So, yeah. yeah, EA, and then it was kind of a coup that Bungie's new game would be shown for Sony's next gen system before Microsoft's next gen system. But yeah, well, Activision. Yeah, was, but but still, that was Bungie. also to make a point. Like, yeah, it they, was. Yeah, it was weird to see Halo footage at like a Sony. Yeah, <laughs> but they they were talking up. This is the Halo developer, and they're with Sony now. Like that was a big selling point at the event. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go over a few more bullet points real quick. Uh, I did notice that. Uh, they were talking about, oh, that uh, the new network on PS4 will target your preferences oh, so that it yeah. will we'll download games lo- it thinks you'll like, stuff. which is very TiVo-y. And, uh, but like he was saying, like, oh, yeah, my whenever I log into PSN, uh, it's always showing me stuff I'm not interested in. And this will tailor <laughs> it to your tastes because fuck diversifying them ever. Yeah. Well, it, it's, it pulls from 
the things you like and the things your friends like. So it's like, here, we'll just predict based on the things that all the people you know are into. So you might it's, never yeah. know the witnesses even on sale if they yeah. do their job. Uh, Which is weird. Know. Like, it might not be a bad idea, but I'm kind of tired of the internet trying to figure out what I like, you know? Yeah, because we've I'm all, we've all experienced targeted. Google ads. Like, I, mean, I looked at this site once and now ads for it pop up everywhere I go. That's why if you look up ads for that horse head mask on Amazon, ads for the <laughs> horse head mask show do. up everywhere. And it's yep. great. Yep. <laughs> My guess is that it'll probably be set up like, oh fuck, what am I trying to think of? It'll probably be in like categories. Here's a what you might enjoy type thing. And then there'll be the things that get the pay to put their right. ads if up there kinda, or if whatever. Right, if they kind of do it like Netflix where it's like you can see the newly yeah, added, recommended for new you releases, or whatever. But then you can also see like uh, Asian revenge martial arts yes. films where the main character my favorite category on uh, Netflix has a uh, gun for an uh, arm gun for an arm and a terrible disease that is slowly <laughs> killing him yeah because those categories get really specific but I do I don't mind that Netflix based on what I watch kind of chooses categories for me so Chances if it does are that I'll watch those things that's okay yeah the idea of downloading games to your system before you buy them, uh, I can't wait for it. It's an on PS4 DLC. It was already on my system. <laughs> Why I should hope... I pay for oh, it? Oh, yeah, they didn't say how big the hard drive was, but if they're doing that, that that's got to be a pretty big hard drive. That was yeah. my one complaint, was it's like, oh, it's a mechanical hard yeah, drive. Yeah, Why would you not want to use a solid state hard That's drive. nutty. Like, like, I'm getting back into hardware, but the PC gaming community is going nuts about solid-state hard drives right now because if you put your OS on it and 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 some of your games, like, ah, everything just, you just boot up in a few seconds. It's amazing. Like, yeah. I wouldn't think well, go for a solid-state drive. Who's to say they, they aren't? No, they said they're going oh. for a, a regular hard drive. It seems like, like solid-state would fit in with their, their whole plan for, like, yeah. this will boot up instantly. And you, store things you, in memory. But granted, yeah. uh, 8 gigs of memory is... That's a lot of RAM, so that's why they can store things. And, and it's Japanese, so it'll automatically download Ghost in the Shell solid fiber to your. What do you guys think of the the Vita streaming, the, the <laughs> remote play built in? Will, you, will that convince you to buy a Vita? Transferring? <laughs> no, I already you can have actually, a Vita, so cool. You can actually stream games from your PS4 onto your Vita and play them as though they were on the Vita. Yeah, sure. that, seems, that your... seems like it's trying to take a bite out of Nintendo's uh, gamepad. A little bit. It I'm okay with that because a lot we of talked it. About it's earlier, the same idea. Like, I don't want to play all the time. It's like when I'm commuting, I want to read a book or look like a not total video game freak. I want to <laughs> look like a regular. I want to pretend I'm a regular but human you, being for a few hours. But you won't be able to play your Vita on the train. You're going to need a very powerful Wi-Fi connection on there, like which, or a great Japanese ad hoc Wi-Fi. Yeah, you can get a. Yeah, you can buy an ad ad hoc Wi-Fi one. But it's not happening through Wi-Fi. Not the. Uh, Streaming. No, well, what the streaming to your? Oh, well, you think you what, like Bluetooth then? Or, or I don't know. How does the Wii do it? Not through Wi-Fi. Uh, I guess not. But then you'd have to be in the same room for, you for that signal to be strong. Yes. But and then what's the point? Yeah. And, but they, I also wonder. You know, they showed it working with NAC, but how many games will it work with? Like, you say what's the know. point? But that's what the Wii U. Does. The Wii U does it, but it does it with every game, like mm. or mm, right it, most it, games. It must game. And Nvidia also announced a handheld weirdly that does that from your Steam library. From Very odd, yeah. Mm. Yeah, Shield Project. Well, that Shield, Shield looks like that's so ugly looking. Man. But apparently, that's the thing hideous. to do because now Sony, Nvidia, and Nintendo are all doing it. Yeah, so. no, it's the cool thing to do. 
But it makes no sense to me. It's like it I don't either. want a sit down like home entertainment experience on the train. It's, it's just like I want to wait till I get home to play this. I want to sit in the train or well, do. And it's like most people don't even sit in the train. I live in the city where that's a regular thing. Most people fucking drive to work, and it's like. What is the incentive of this? Now, I do not understand. Even what makes less sense is when you're at home, the fact that you can stream your games to a handheld while you're sitting in front of your TV. Maybe it's, if somebody else is taking over the yeah, TV. This is, yeah, got this one is TV for the husbands. It's meant for Japanese yeah. ho- homes that have like one TV in it. Well, no, I that have... Everybody shares. I have heard this from married people and people My with kids. My wife is watching Say Yes to the My wife! My wife! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> God damn it! That movie was Grim. so funny. But the, uh, Boy, it was. <laughs> I love just watching the peak on the voices here, just all <laughs> saying my wife at once. Um, the, well, also, yeah, or the kid wants to watch Adventure Time or something, you know? All right? Who doesn't want to watch? And, and, and you just can't stop playing Assassin's Creed yeah. Four to, wa- to watch. Let TV alone, you're a your shitty kid. parent in that case. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, kid. I'm yeah. going to play my game. We'll the be TV, sitting in the same room together, though. That's bonding baby, time. The TV can babysit my kid for me. That's how I was raised. So at this point, I want to switch gears a bit, and uh, we're going we're gonna to turn this into this week's The Great Debate. But since we're running really short on time this week, we've gone really long. Uh, again, I apologize for that. Uh, we're going to try something new, which is five-minute debate. And we're still going to go with randomly assigned debate roles. Uh, the question, if you remember from last week, is do you think that since we've seen, we, we've got one of the next-gen consoles now, we've seen another one, another's on its way, and then we've seen a bunch more plans coming from uh, uh, Valve and, uh, what was it? NVIDIA? Ouya. Uh, yeah, Ouya is coming. Do you think that... Uh, what is coming or here from Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft can save console gaming as we know it, or do you think this is going to be the flailing last gasp of a dying dinosaur? <laughs> uh, your randomly assigned roles by coin flip are as follows, and you think that... Uh, Wait, heads, heads is save? Heads is save, uh, tails is destroy. So you are save. Damn it. I am save. Tyler is... Uh. Save. Oh, <laughs> this is ridiculous. Damn it. <laughs> we Mike, are all safe. You are. No, I'm not accepting this result. <laughs> no, no, no. I would like to see us all trying to argue for this saving consoles even all right, though none save, of us believe because it. Because it was heads again. And Henry, you're destroyed. <laughs> Alright. Okay. I'm setting the timer now. Now. You're wrong. You're well, so wrong. You're wrong. wrong. Shut up, Henry. Uh, consoles are an intrinsic part of our gamer forever. culture. The <laughs> these companies can't afford to exist any longer. Sony is especially screwed right now. Nobody wants to buy their televisions. They won't want to buy their expensive new system. Uh, Microsoft can subsidize it as best they can, and Nintendo always knows how to stay profitable. But they'll probably just make their next system uh, a portable system that can plug into your TV Henry, sometimes. Henry, consumers will buy whatever you tell them to buy. It's true. 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 They'll true. keep buying it. I mean, we've been buying consoles for fucking years. We can't just. You can't just give up yet. <laughs> you're all, you're all being disingenuous. I actually believe I this. Like, I the, can't. I lo- think that this is the last console. Look, well, looking at the PS4, it's like I'm actually getting a little bit excited again. Oh, I think, fuck. I'm so excited. I think half the reason that people have been saying consoles are dying is because there hasn't really been much technical in- innovation uh, or creative mm. innovation for the last few years. 
and you're raising your hands. PCs are powerful and they can let you do anything, but they're still too complicated for 90% of the population. That is so true. are needs well, that's so are iPads. People like me are no, stupid and I need a console. <laughs> you know, consoles things that break oh, it down you're and talking go, hey, about simplified this is the easiest thing. Consoles and their controllers are more confusing to consumers than any that's why we no. have Move. That's no why way. we have Wiimotes. That's why we have oh, God, you're just, All successful ugh. technological. Oh, God, I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> he no. tried to commit and he couldn't. I, I was, think, yeah, I think Nintendo will, this will be their last home console. The next thing will be a portable thing that also, they'll still be a company. Sony might not exist uh, in 2015 or 2018. Wow, that's a pretty dire prediction. That's Where are you pulling 2018, that? Well, do you think they've, Sony they've lost... will not exist, or do you think Sony? Sony, game the company, de- has had billion-dollar losses for years. It's that's true. true. People aren't buying their electronics. Their movies do okay, but and maybe someone will buy the PlayStation brand. But no, no I won't I... accept this. Even if Sony goes under, someone will step in mm-hmm. and Apple will make a console like they were rumored to do and we were all totally <laughs> wrong about. Well, and also, However, meanwhile, Microsoft, they make a ton of money on their OSs, but if you look at their profit margins for the uh, 360, it's nothing compared to what they make off OSs. They, uh, I think eventually someone, like Steve Ballmer has a heart attack. He, he leaves. Somebody else takes over and goes, These ga- the games division isn't making enough money this is always going to be a tight game. Whatever. Screw it. Let's the Xbox department Nine. is their research group. They basically designed Windows 8 after the Xbox. Mm. That is where they do their consumer research. They need that because they can put machines in people's homes and use them to get market data. That's all the Xbox is for them, market <sighs> data. Well, here's here's the thing. I don't think... Uh, you know, Apple is going to create a console ever because, you know, this is one... Games are one area where they've consistently felt okay leaving money on the table. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've been pretty good with the iPad and iPhone stuff, mm-hmm. but they don't really seem to have any interest in making a dedicated game machine. And I think, I think also we're losing sight of something important that consoles offer over PCs, which is that they're offering similar experiences as what you can get on a high-end PC, or they will, for a fraction of the price. That's true. And... Uh, and for something that is, you know, as, as much as there's talk about, this, like, Michael, this is... That's just wrong. Although no, the, the, yeah, no, there was not. a good article on PCGamer.com that discussed uh, how much it would cost to make a PC that runs... Yes. Yeah. As well 600. as the PS4. However, it does cost more to get a PC comparable, but... You're not paying $60 a game, so I can't agree with that statement. Yeah, I'm paying $50 a game. A huge difference. Nope, you're playing PlanetSide 2 for free. I will never play PlanetSide 2 for any price. I will also never play PlanetSide 2. (laughs) I think the argument comes down to the idea that if I want a console, I want something I can sit on my couch and use as a controller. Any media PC I buy requires me to use some sort of wireless keyboard and treat it in the same fashion as I was treated desktop PC. True. Which is fundamentally different than a console. And I don't think there's any way you can bridge those two things unless you're having a UI that's so simplified, like Windows 8, that allows you to touch screen or just dingle around with stuff as opposed like to the big picture mode. Is that too. Oh. We'll see. <laughs> but that's basically a console. So what I'm saying, Henry, is since the PS4 is essentially a custom PC with a custom uh, OS and uh, UI that you put in your living room and hook up to your TV... We are not very far from just having uh, custom PCs that we put in our living rooms and hook up to our TV. You're arguing the other thing. And no, I'm arguing <laughs> this thing. Consoles are fine. They're just going to be different. They're going to be made by Valve. And we'll see. But bottom line, I am tired of being told gaming PCs aren't that expensive. It's not only $1,200. I don't want that. No, it's not. 600 <laughs> And that is time. Yeah! yeah.
Well, I'm glad I, I won. I that noise for our end noise. Uh, so this is, this is also our question of the week. Uh, yes. Do you th- what do you think uh, is going to happen? Uh, do you think that the new consoles will actually save the console market, or do you think that this will be the last we ever see of them? Uh, let us know at uh, lasertimepodcast.com and go to the forums. Yeah, I'll is, put, that, I'll is set, that just slash forums? Y- I don't know. Yes. <laughs> I will set up an actual forum because there was some confusion. Fuck, I don't yes. Technically, we asked this question last time, but nobody responded except for one person. But I'll save that person's response. So, yeah, we'll answer that one next time. Mm. Hooray. So, uh, I think that's our show. Does anybody want to plug anything? I'll start. Uh, so, once again, in case you guys didn't know, I've... Uh, we're gamesradar.com. We, Gamesradar, what's that? It's a website about <laughs> video games. Uh, we did a lot of great coverage of the PS4 this week, I think. Also, uh, I wrote... ours, because we're doing pretty good job. Maybe, uh, you know. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, we've done really good coverage here today, some, I think. I mean, uh, come on. That will and be also, several, like, a week late. Also, <laughs> I, wrote, uh, I wrote a feature all about Cyber Ninjas, which I think is very important. Uh, ah. I had originally pitched it as, well, let's do something about cyborgs or ninjas for uh, Did you Gear. include Yaiba? Yeah, of course. Oh, because he's a cyborg ninja zombie. I thought I, mean, I had you there. Nope. Yeah, Yaiba is on the list. But uh, uh, also, uh, they, we've got our own podcast on GamesRadar.com, Radio Radar, which I'm a, usually a part of. Which we have some fun. It's uh, not as big as the old show used to be, and by I mean lengthwise, it's not as long as it used to be. But uh, this one's almost getting there. Well, Jesus, we, yes. We uh, oh. we we've definitely found a good rhythm for it, and I think pretty soon we'll be talking about. Oh, when we post our top 100 games of all time, updated list. Uh, enjoy, please. Anybody else? I just wanted to promote my opinion that I bought a Kindle against uh-huh. a Kindle <laughs> Fire. Because I wanted a piece of hardware that restricted my usage of it to one ah. specific idea. And this plays back into our previous argument. Good argument. <laughs> Good job. I want you guys to set aside the money for a PS4 and four launch and games. buy one. And use that money to buy a PC. And go have some that. fun Preach. right now. Preach. Yeah! Uh, and go to PCGamer.com. Anyway, continue. Sigh. Terrible idea. I don't want to do that. I want my PS4. Does PC stand for pissing on my parade? C? (laughs) (laughs) What? Yes, it does. (laughs) And anything from you? I don't know. Twitter, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're all on Twitter. Uh, I'm at BDR and Lewis. At Wikiparas. AZ, not easy. AZ. If you can't find me on Twitter, you don't know how to use the internet. (laughs) At Death Boner. (laughs) <laughs> and I think everybody knows mine H E N E R E Y G on Twitter. I think if, you had an if, extra E in there. If you can find yeah. Henry on Twitter, he doesn't know how to use the internet. Oh, <laughs> Dark Bubsy 420. I That's got yeah, yeah. I got retweeted by the PlayStation blog this weekend, oh. and like I wow, earned, big time. Yeah, I earned about uh, like 150 retweets and 20 new followers. So. I'm over the hump of 2,500. Must pretty, have said something nice. I t- actually, it was kind of a weird. Uh, it was a positive about Van- so Vanquish is free on the PlayStation Plus store. I said, hey, you should get it on the PlayStation Plus store. It's the best six hours of gaming this gen. It is, <gasps> but it's kind of a knock against Vanquish, even though I love Vanquish. But Sony retweeted it on the PlayStation Twitter. So yeah, sure. Uh, so I guess that's our show. 
So next, come back next week. Uh, we will probably have, uh, I don't want to overpromise, but we might have uh, some Capcom employees on singular. <gasps> uh, a single Capcom employee who may be familiar to you, who you might have been clamoring for. So see you next week. www.pornhub.com slash Asian MILFs Michael <laughs> 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 <laughs>